Hello, tribe. This podcast is sponsored by Four Sigmatic. Four Sigmatic is a natural superfood company that specializes in mushroom based drinks that benefit our immunity, energy, longevity, and keeping us healthy and enhanced in our lives. Four Sigmatic makes a wide variety of blends, including mushroom coffee, mushroom elixir, hot cacao matcha and superfood blends. I believe strongly in this company. I've been taking Four Sigmatic and it has changed my life. I can't even begin to start my day without a cup of Four Sigmatic in front of me. Right before I meditate or I do anything from speaking engagements to traveling to doing healing on people or just going out in the world and sharing my immense love for this planet and for everyone on it. I feel lit times 1,000. It is literally shifting the energy in my being. I'm talking firing off those synapses, kicking my body into high gear by awakening those electrons, spinning those electrons, getting my body so on point with my focus, my creativity, and my energy. One of the products that I love the most is the Lion's Mane's Coffee. Lion's Mane promotes productivity and focus, and it was known by shamans and monks who take that into their body for meditation, focus, and clarity so they can really tune in to the energies and absorb the knowledge and information that is coming to them from the spirit world. And as you know, on Ancient Wisdom Today, we like to keep it lit all day every day. And how do we do that? By creating magic. And what is magic? Magic is turning up that energy, living our truth, honoring who we are, and doing what's right for us so that we can live a beautiful, powerful, easy, playful, fun, joyous, and just the most powerful life in this now time. So if you don't have Four Sigmatic on your shelf, in your bag, in your briefcase, on the airplane with you, right before you speak, whatever it is that you do, you have to get this. Even for your kids, for your teenagers, pop it in their in their bag before they go to school. This is the drink that literally makes you think. It is powerful and it is enriched with so many powerful mushrooms. And these adaptogens are literally changing the lives of people. And remember, I've talked to you many times before in the past about mushrooms and the networking system of mushrooms when it gets into your body and just really taking your body to a whole new level. So if you're interested in learning more about this amazing company, because I just really want you to know, Tribe, that everything I share with you, I share with you from my heart because I believe in it and I see what it has done for me and my life and all of my friends and family. Go to foursigmatic.com backslash shaman Durek, and you will get a discount code at your checkout. That's F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C.com backslash shaman Durek for your 15% off. I love you, tribe. I love you so much. That is the reason why I choose sponsors that are in alignment and authenticity to what this tribe is about. Staying lit, staying focused, staying driven, and changing our planet.
for the good. Love you. Enjoy the share. Bye. Human beings have been sharing stories for hundreds of thousands of years, and with those stories came the emotional, spiritual, and physical knowledge of the ancients. Shaman Durek is a third-generation shaman, an evolutionary innovator, and a women's empowerment leader. He's here to bring forth the ancient wisdom of our elders to help heal and bring happiness into our modern society. We're sharing ancient knowledge in modern times in order to put the power back in people's hands. Welcome to the tribe. Hello, beautiful, powerful, amazing, wonderful, delightful, inspirational tribe. This is Shaman Durkin. This is Ancient Wisdom Today podcast. And I'm so happy that you are on this planet with me, that we get to make magic. We get to make beautiful things happen. We get to create this world from our heart space and truly dream this world in the way that operates for all of us to live in freedom, to live in joy, to live in harmony, to have optimum health and to be creative beings of this expression of this beautiful energy of creation that is us and that we are on this planet. And I'm so excited that all of us are stars and stars and energy that we are is beaming out to every single person with that love vibe, that true understanding of what it means to be in the tribe and understand how we keep things alive. And speaking of stars and planets, we always have to connect into our soul. And speaking of the soul, we have an amazing, powerful leader who's with us today in studio on Ancient Wisdom Today, who's here to share with the tribe the powerful nature of understanding of our attributes, our behaviors, our characters, why we have blockages, and all of these messages that we need right now with everything that's happening in the world, everything that we're going through, we need to have this wisdom from this powerful goddess that is here in studio with me today. And I am so so happy to welcome you to the show. Thank you for being here, Danielle. Thank you so much for having me. That was a beautiful introduction. I appreciate it. Oh, of course. Oh my God. Thank you for being here. I'm so honored. I'm like, I like, do you know how long? First of all, just to say, I've been waiting so long for you to be on Ancient Wisdom today. And it's just been kind of like a matter of getting my team to get with your team to get the schedules all in, in place so that and now you're here. It's a reality. And I'm super excited. And yes. Thank you so much. What an honor. I am so excited to talk about astrology and share it with your tribe and go deeper into our soul. Yes. And you know, what you do is soul astrology. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah. So what I do is I really help people understand who they are beyond the masks, beyond the personas, um, who, uh, what kind of contract we signed up for. So I look at people's birth charts, which I take their birth date, their time, their location, put it into a computer program. And um, from there, I could understand the inner workings of your soul. So again, it's not about saying who is Danielle or who is um, Bob or Joe. It's who we are at the core. Um, what did we sign up for? What kind of lessons? Um, what, who... Who are we inside? And so once we understand that, we can move through life in an easier way because there's there's so many filters going on. There's so many um, society says we should be this or be that. But when we pull it back, who are we at the core and what did we sign up for? Right. You know, it's funny. I was just talking to a friend of mine in Bali and he was talking about the fact that he thinks I'm not Scorpio and that I'm something else. 
And he was talking about something called sidereal or sidereal, whatever. And I was like, no, I'm pretty much Scorpio. I really believe I am. And in fact, (laughs) I just gave my information to my friend, Danielle, who is going to let me know about exactly what that is. And he was just like, oh, oh." and I'm like, dude, you're a Scorpio too. So, you know, are you trying to run from being a Scorpio? It's like... (laughs) You ooze everything Scorpio is about. So I, I, you know, I can't comment on them. I don't know what they were thinking, but everything that's Scorpio, that's oozing out from you. It's, it's the intensity, it's the going deep, it's the shadow, it's the sexuality, it's, um, you know, this loyalty and, you know, going into people's soul. I mean, that's everything about you and you have like a hundred planets. Okay. I'm exaggerating, but you have about five (laughs) planets in Scorpio, which makes sense for your soul. So a hundred percent. I mean, we have all the planets in us. And this is important to note is that we're not just our sun sign. I think a lot of people um, put too much weight on just our sun sign. And that's one element of who we are. What's sun sign? Um, so sun sign is, so you're a Scorpio sun. Um, people, it's like star sign. People look it up or when they look up horoscopes, um, that's the what they would consider sun sign. So the sun is how you shine your light to the world, um, your ego, um, personality self, and what you're stepping into. So that's one part. But I think people forget that there's so much more, but you happen to have several other planets in Scorpio as well. So you, like I said, you are oozing Scorpio energy, which is deep and it's that shadow and dark. And I mean, you even died and you came back. I mean, you cannot get any more Scorpio than that. <laughs> Scorpio is about death and regeneration and um, purging everything out. So, and tons of sexual energy. Can you feel my oozing? Okay. Well, I know you, I feel you're oozing all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so so when you say how, how many did you say i have so you have um let's see um you have four planets in scorpio and also um an angle there as well so that that's a lot of emphasis so am i a quadruple scorpio you are you wow. are. So this is a funny thing I say um, to people. If you know, if you don't believe in astrology, that's okay. Just don't piss off a Scorpio and you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> so I, some Scorpios don't like when I say that to them, but I'm like, okay, I'm going to say it you in front of say, you. You can yeah. say it to me because I actually um, spent a lot of my time growing up and dealing with the traits of the Scorpio nature, the revengeful side, the Mm -hmm. vindictive side, the side that holds on to grudges, you know, all of that um, misassociation to who I was in looking at it. I remember, so I remember this girl I wanted to date and um, she asked me, I I don't even know why she asked me, to be honest. She just said out of nowhere, you know, and I was like, look, I'm really into you. I want to take you to dinner. I want to have this date with you. And she's like, what's your, what's your, what, what what's your sign? I was like, why is she asking me this question? I'm, I'm, I'm training to be a shaman. I'm not into astrology. You know, and she's like, what's your sign? I'm like, well, you know, they say I'm Scorpio. And she's like, yeah, I'm not going to date you. And I'm like, why? And she's like, I've dated Scorpios before. You guys, you guys have drama. You're too much. You're intense. You're like this and you're that. And I'm like, what, what are you talking about? I'm not any of those things. And she's like, actually, she's like, you should look into it and see like what it is. And I, you know, I grabbed this one book. I think it was like something called Birth Something. I was at a bookstore at the time. I think it was called Borders Books, I remember. And they were looking it up and I, you know, I got this book and I looked at some of the traits and I was like, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. I was like, I do have some of those things, you know? And I really wanted to 
purge that out of my system. And um, I dated a lot of beautiful women who were able to help me, to assist me in purging that out, you know, especially one female girlfriend of mine, her name was Swan, and she was a Scorpio woman. And she just broke down every single thing inside of me. So you can say all that to me. It doesn't, yeah. Yeah, and absolutely. And that's a really good point to note is that with every sign, there is a shadow side that we all play out. And usually when we're younger and growing up, we're all in our shadows. So when I think back to high school, I don't even know how anyone got along. It is just shadow in front of shadow and shadow and shadow and shadow. I mean, it is like craziness, you know? It's just a bunch of shadows because there's not a lot of awareness. So the idea is as we evolve and as we grow, we move out of the shadow energy of each sign and into the higher octave, the higher expression of it. And so that's where I really inform people is that astrology will not dictate everything about you because as you know, we have free will. So you can choose to be a revengeful, nasty Scorpio where um, you hurt me, I'm going to hurt you back. And you can choose to do that, or you can choose to move through that and past it. And the higher octave of Scorpio is having people go deep, um, cleansing it out, forming intimacy. You know, there's so many other things. So every sign, there's a lower octave and a higher octave. And that's our journey here to learn and move through that. So it's not black and white, just like energy. There's so much gray area. And so one Scorpio is not going to be the same as the other Scorpio. Right. You're so beautiful. Oh, you know, every time you sit in front of me, (laughs) I'm just like, I don't even know if I heard any of the things you just said. Oh, let's, I just, you know, please, I wish that was my problem. Hypnotizing men right and left. (laughs) Line up, men. Here we go. (laughs) I mean, you're just, you like, you literally have the essence of like the women of the old time, like the goddesses of the old, your eyes, they glow, your facial expressions, Mm. everything. It's like, it's so wonderful. You're just luminescent oh, it's, thank you and I, I don't mean that with any disrespect like yeah. every time i look at you it's just it's it's you're, you know it's it's really nice to 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 see your thank energy you so in front much. of me i miss you it's oh i nice. miss you too i'm very connected to mesopotamia ancient egypt and what i really try to do is bring this down into human form um you'll see my new website that i'm rebranding right now it doesn't have stars everywhere. There's a couple moments of it, but it's really um, Moroccan. It's really Egyptian. It's really African. That's what I'm drawn to and to bring it down into your root chakra and into your body. Because as you can see, I've, I've done this many times. I've worked with in Egypt. I've helped build the pyramids with ISIS and align them with the stars. Uh, that's so, where I probably remember you because yeah. I was Amun-Ra at that time. Absolutely. And when I look at you, it's like looking back in the past. So good to see you again. Yeah. What have you been up to? <laughs> <laughs> Learning how to get some of those Egyptian ways out of me. Man, let me tell you, I wasn't the easiest person at that time, you know. Yeah. But at the t- also, too, it's funny, too, because I just woke up this morning and this woman wrote me on, on Instagram and she said, were you in Egypt? Were you, a, were you in Egypt? And I said, yes. And she said, I remember your face. I remember your mm-hmm. eyes. I remember your energy. And a lot of times, when I, even when I was living in Cairo, I'd walk down the street and people would come up to me and touch me. And my friend was visiting from um, from Italy and Germany and Ru- my other friends were visiting from Russia and we're all going down the street. And I was with my ex-girlfriend at the time. She's a ballet dancer and we were having a difficulty in our relationship at that time. And um, this guy and this girl came up to me and they were just like, you feel like one of the ancients. 
And it's interesting because I, you know, I connect with people and I immediately can feel that Egyptian connection and energy. And I remember the first time I met you, I was mesmerized by you. Oh, tell me more. I think I told you, I told you when I first met you, I was just like, you're so beautiful. Mm. Your energy, you're amazing. And it's just like this landscape of power that moves through you, you know? And it's, uh, it's interesting because there's also this kind of like energy that I feel that you hold in the fact that um, you have so much power inside. And I feel like with all that power, there comes this part of you that gets uncomfortable with that that huge amount of power. Because when I yeah. look at you, I start, I feel this buzzing going inside of me, you know, when I'm looking yeah. at you and as you're talking to me about like Scorpio and all this kind of stuff, I keep seeing images of like Calabaster stone. I keep seeing like mm-hmm. temples. I see you standing there. I like, I'm talking to you. I see this mm-hmm. person walking by holding like a, like a, um, looks like a vase with water and stuff and they're you're telling them where to pour it and you're telling this person you're giving instruction to them and you're talking to me and you're talking to this other man and asking him if this building is done and you're showing he's showing you something and you're looking at it and you're laughing and you know you you have these gold bracelets on and you're literally standing there and you're, you're directing these two men who are holding this parchment in front of you and you're directing them and being, and you're doing this with your hand, like you're flicking your hand up and being like, okay, get it done. And then you turn towards me very elegantly and then you're mm-hmm. speaking to me. And it's, um, I see this person standing next to you who's shorter, who's holding a bird on their, on their arm. And it's like everywhere you were going, you had this person with these, this bird that was near you. It's very interesting what I see when I look at you. So, yeah, I mean, you see directly into my soul and you're right. You know, my journey in this lifetime is to remember this. You know, we all have stuff happening to us in other past lifetimes, parallel lives, whatever you want to call it. And it's coming back in. And you've helped me with that as well as, you know, really owning my power. You know, I've known ever since I was um, a little kid that I'm here for something big, but I didn't know what it was, but I felt that inside. And now it's becoming more apparent and just moving into it because still human. Hi, human. Yeah. We're here for this human journey. So Yeah, absolutely. It's 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 interesting to me because, you know, I I, I always think about, you know, being a Scorpio. And I want to hear more about my yeah. chart because I, I like to be very transparent with the tribe. And um because the tribe's our family. This is our family, you know. Yeah. And even if people are, you know, a hundred thousand miles away, it doesn't matter. We're all connected to each other in this collective energy field and that we are always connecting. But, you know, I find it interesting because sometimes I'll be at a restaurant. I was at this restaurant in New York and this guy walked up to me and he was serving me food. And I looked at him and I saw him wearing a dress and he was a woman and he had a a bag with him. And I saw like a, a steam engine train and I saw him getting on the train and there was another gentleman with him, um, but with with her. And I asked him, and my friends were like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, um, "Do you still um, like those big hats that you used to wear in that lifetime? And do you still love the the steam engine cars and you know all these types of the you know the trains and everything?" And he's like, "How do you know that?" <laughs> and I said, You're "Because." Like, well you walked over and it wasn't you as a man. It was you as a woman coming over and greeting and asking me what, you know, what do I want to eat? I, I've always had this ability to look at people and see their lives, yeah. see where they have been, see what they have touched, see what, you know, sometimes I'll, one time I had a person I was dating and they put my, their arms around me and I pushed away from them really quickly. And I was like, you stabbed me in the stomach, yeah. you know? And like, 
I was running from you in the forest and you came after me and you stabbed me, you caught me and you stabbed me and I was begging for my life, you know, and, you know, and then they get freaked out because memories start coming back to them. And, you know, and so it's interesting. So I, I love, I love all of it, you know, you know, I love it all. I love you. I love this Mm -hmm. cosmos and I love that you're on this planet and I'm glad, I'm glad we're on this planet together and that we get to again. Yeah. Again, (laughs) Again, with it with with it being you know my last life here, and um, and coming to Earth, and I'm definitely know that it's for the same for you, and we're here to, to really just complete. You know, now we have we've gotten where we need to be as far as the lesson of understanding of love, and now it's just taking that love to the highest level and bringing it to the people for the collective. For the collective. Yep, which yeah. is all about your chart. Okay, I want to know more. So, actually, one thing that I see in your chart here. So there you have an element that this lifetime is a do-over for you in some way. So I'm curious if you've ever gotten that information. No. There's elements that, yeah. So when you have, um, I pull up two house systems and I look at them and I combine them. It's kind of the way I do it. So when you have the same sign on your 12th house and on your first, this lifetime is a do-over in some respects of learning lessons that continued on that we didn't get. But in, in a way, the whole chart is karma. The whole chart is lessons, but it's very clear. So this lifetime for me is a do-over as well. And I find that do-overs, we're here for some big shit. (laughs) It's not just small, um, laying low, you know, watching Housewives all day, which I do anyways. You mean like (laughs) sitting on the porch, listening to my country music and like... But all day long and nothing else. No, there's some big missions. So this lifetime, you are redoing some elements of that. And a lot of it is... Um, being more in the public, um, being seen, stepping into your soul's responsibility of being an authority figure in many ways. So there's many components, but that's one thing in the chart that you're here to really express that. Let's talk about your South Node and North Node. Okay. I think that's really important that a lot okay. of people don't understand. And so, can you, when you when you talk about these things, can you tell me what that means? Because remember, I, I, my brain is in shaman yep. mode. Yep. So when yep. you're like South Node, North Node, I'm like, is that outside my backyard? Yeah. And then- No, we're going <laughs> to explain it all. I'm going to break it down for everyone. So it's that's one of my things is breaking it down so it's tangible and digestible because I know this is another language. And um, so I'm translating all day long. Fantastic. Yep. Translate away. So we have something called the South Node and the North Node. It's an axis in the chart. Now, a lot of Western astrologers, which I do Western astrology, a lot of them don't use this. When I was relearning this and I taught myself this and then I started taking classes, I... um, was finding some information, and this came to me intuitively, that the South Node, North Node is really important. So I made it part of my work, and this is mainly what I focus on. So it's important to me because before we look at your sun sign, which is very, you know, astrology 101, um, we have to look at where your soul came from, who you are deep inside. Um, Your South Node is your deeply ingrained behavioral patterns. So I like to tell people that the South Node is it's almost like having another sun sign. It's not. And if I was teaching an astrology class, I might not say that, but just so people can understand, it's like having another sun sign because it's, this tells me more about your instinctual patterns, your unconscious self, your needs. Um, Like you wake up in the morning and you're actually, yes, you're Scorpio, but you're more of your South node because it's just natural to who you are. So the South node has a lot of gifts with it. Now, where it goes wrong for all of us is, The South Node is so easy and natural for us that we came here to evolve and to grow. So if we stay in the vibration of our South Node, 
then there's no room for growth because we just keep doing the same thing over and over again. Mm, And it's the patterns, the habit patterns, the lessons, or I shouldn't say the lessons, the the opportunities, they're not coming because we're just repeating. We're on this hamster wheel of the same behavioral patterns over and over again. The idea is to take the higher octave of the south node, which we'll go over, and move that into your north node. So when I look at the north node in the chart, this is the first thing I look at to see, okay, this is one of the main reasons why this person's soul incarnated. What did they come here to learn, to step into, to move into, and to um, where are they evolving? So the North Node is not something that we get in a month or a day or a year. It's throughout our life. It's a vibration. So I always say, you know, purpose is not one thing. Purpose is a vibration that we step into, that we're moving into that. So I love that, by the way. Yeah, it's really powerful. It's not, everyone wants to find their purpose. It's, it's not one thing like, oh, here you're an accountant. You have your purpose. <laughs> it's, um, you know, that's our ego wants that because it's easy to grasp. Right. And we can hold on to it. But vibration or purpose is, it's a vibration. You know, I want to just go on, on something that yeah. before you continue. That's very powerful. And I really want you to, um, I really want the tribe to really get that because you know, a lot of times I hear people say to me, like, what's my purpose? What's my purpose? What's my purpose? And what I usually say is like, you know, for instance, like I was helping this woman the other day at Whole Foods and she was by herself and she had, you know, um, the baby with her and she had bags. And I was like, let me help put these bags in your car. And first she was like, no. And I'm like, you obviously need my help. So let me help you like just receive. And she was like, wow, I never had anyone say that to me. Let me, yeah. You know? And so I was putting the bags in her car and everything and making sure everything was good for her so she can put the baby in the baby seat and whatnot. And when I was thinking about it, I was like, that was my purpose. My purpose was to be there for her, to let her know that there are men in the world who do yeah. show up when other ones haven't, you know? However that translates for yeah. her, there's some kind of marking of love that I've left with her in that process. And so I don't look at my purpose as just being shaman Durek right. and being out in the public, which is just, to me, it's just anything that I do in the public, be it media or whatever, is all about bringing the message through. Like I always mm-hmm. tell people... Not, did you like my book? Or it's, did you get the message, right? And so for me, it's like the purpose is for me to hug someone, you know? That could have been my purpose for the day, uh, helping the woman, you know, talking to this person who's, you know, in the line with me at a store and I just turn to them and start talking in life and we start laughing. That could be my purpose. So I really want the tribe to get that because this old adage of like having to find this golden fleece that comes out of the sky that has like the, oh, yeah, yeah. Right? (laughs) (laughs) We both did that at the same time. Of course, because that's how we see things, right? And this thing falls on you and then you unravel it and you see, oh, wow, this is what I'm here to do. So I really say, everyone, what what Danielle just said is so key to unlocking the door of that perception of recognizing the vibration, following that vibration. So please, that's something. I had to to pause on that one and just kind of take it in and want everyone to breathe that in because that's a breather. Yeah, absolutely. And another thing about vibrate um, purpose, I will say, is that, you know, I always use like Beyonce or Leonardo DiCaprio as an example. Their purpose might not be about music or being an actor. It's what they're doing now. And maybe they haven't even hit that stride yet. So it's it's not so much people always say, oh, look at what you're good at. That's your purpose. No, that might have a part of it. And that might be a um 
a vessel or a vehicle or a channel of how you use it, but your soul's purpose is not your ego's purpose. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So it's there could be something so much more. Sure, you could be an amazing um, performer and artist, but that doesn't mean that's your purpose. Your soul came here for something else, and it could be learning relationships, learning to lean back, learning to step forward, which has nothing to do with your the music that's coming out of your mouth or the vo- the what you're singing. Again, right. another wonderful uh, diamond and Ruby. She just dropped right in front of us. Let's just drop the diamonds down. I mean, down. just I drop like them it. down. Drop oh, these yeah. diamonds. It's raining diamonds, <laughs> you know? It's so good. Yeah, that's that's something right there. Again, this idea that our career or what we do is our purpose. I would definitely say being Shaman Durek is not my purpose. I can definitely say that making life easy and learning that as well and staying in that vibration. And then also, you know, um, opening up to the understanding of how do we bring harmony and balance to ourselves um, on a physical level through, through the understanding of ease, through the understanding of love. And then how do we live our lives in the most authentic way without having this bombardment of energy telling us that we have to have this or we have to do this or we have to move into this in order to be happy. Absolutely. So my, I feel like my purpose is to create sustainable happiness for humanity and then bring that energy to a place where that ends up healing racism and that ends up healing women issues and that ends up healing all of the major conflicts that we've had with the human spirit. Mm -hmm. And then bringing that to an understanding that as we create that energy from within, we're able to use that as the energy force or tool or expression that tears down the walls that have caused pain and iniquity upon ourselves. So as I was mentioning to you before that I didn't, we didn't get into, you just hit the nail on the head for where your North node is, what the house placement is, um, the sign is, and what it's aspecting in your chart. And I know that was a mouthful, but you, that's exactly what you're moving into or doing. Um, but I was saying is, you know, most clients that come to me don't really know um, where to go, what direction, which is fine. That's why we have people to help guide. Um, but looking at your chart was different because I'm like, oh, well, he's already doing that. Oh, he's doing this. But you're so aligned. And it's another confirmation of how accurate astrology is of such a beautiful tool. Amazing. But yeah, so you're, the North Node is, that's what we're moving into. And we have to constantly remind ourselves um, after we learn about our North Node is that it's something that we bring into balance because our natural instinct will go back to the behavioral patterns of our South node. But those again, keep us in a hamster wheel. So we have to incorporate this new vibration because that's where your soul is learning to evolve. Mm. So for you, your South node is sitting in the sixth house. Uh, Basically there are 12 houses in a chart and each house relates to a different area of life. Okay. So your South node is in Gemini, which I loved when I saw that because I love Gemini energy and that's what makes you so funny and you laugh. I mean, there's other parts here. Um, Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. I love Gemini. Gemini is so quirky and so funny. So it's in Gemini. So your South node is in Gemini. So you actually have a lot of Gemini energy in you. What is Gemini energy? Gemini energy is, so they're the twins. And they are, you know, Jekyll and Hyde. Um, they see things from different perspectives. Um, they're social creatures. They like having people around, especially in the sixth house. It's having people around, working with people, that community. There's other aspects of community in your chart as well. But they 
they like information, they like learning, they want more, they want conversation. So Gemini does 5,000 things at once, usually. Um, they're like dabbling here, dabbling there. Um, and they're just, you know, the mind is quick and they're very witty and they like laughing. You know, these are some of the mundane things, but you can see these characteristics, you know? <laughs> so, oh my God, it's, it's like, right now. Yeah, it's like, you're just so Gemini-like to me. That's so funny because yesterday... Uh, I was talking to my niece and I was, she was saying like, you like to crack a lot of jokes about, totally. about things, you know, that yeah. I, cause I like to take the nonsense out of things and make it funny, you know? Gemini likes to play. Yeah. I like to, I'm a big, I'm a you big are, kid. You are, I know. You Gemini know? loves to play. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Cause I can't, I always thought, you know, even when I was in training as a shaman, like all my teachers and all my elders were so stuffy you know and i remember them just being like you know this is how you have to be you have to take it seriously and so forth and i was just like i can't i can't take it seriously i can't you know <laughs> and like yeah. sometimes i would even be in meditation you know in a meditation group and i just start laughing because it's just too much <laughs> you know it's like i think that there's a point yeah. in life where like and i it's funny because i became that way i wasn't always that way yeah. i used to be so stern like literally you would like i yep. Moon and Capricorn. Intense. Mm -hmm. I mean, everything in my home, all my towels had to be lined up a certain way. Six house. There you go. I'll explain. Cups had to be lined a certain yep. way. If yep. someone came into my home and moved something, I would know it was moved yep. and it would cause me internal stress. Yep. But when I got into that wheelchair and I couldn't use my legs and I had to depend on friends coming, like my friends made this schedule, of like each friend coming to the house to take care of me. Yep. Being in that wheelchair made it where I literally had a meltdown because I friends would come and take care of me. But in the process, they would move things, take yeah. towels and leave it on the counter and different things. And I started shaking. I remember my sister was over and she was moving things around and another friend was moving things and they were, they were, they were um, you know, changing shifts. So she was going out with her friends so he could take care of me and wash me and bathe me and do all these things. And I remember I started shaking and I started screaming at them and they were like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like... Stop touching my things. This is not how I have things. My mind is being like messed with. And I realized, and my sister's like, you have OCD. You're OCD. Like you, you need to let it go. So either we leave and you do it yourself or you learn to surrender. And I literally start shaking. <laughs> I was having a meltdown. I had started hyperventilating and I literally had like, a meltdown in that yeah. wheelchair. And I, at the, when I came out of it, I let go. Yeah, that's powerful. So you were either OCD or you had your South Node in the sixth house, which is the house of Virgo. And if anyone's listening right now and knows Virgo, Virgo energy is completely organized. Everything needs to be, have all your ducks in a row. Everything is, um, it's very logical. It's very linear. It's very, um, don't move my cheese. So that's that sixth house. It needs everything and there's control there mm. as well. So absolutely, it's it's a combination of that Virgo energy, combination of the Gemini. That's why we're so much more than just our sun sign. That's why we're also unique wow. and we're, we're so dynamic. That. So that makes sense. So that I was laughing when you were telling me that, not laughing at <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, but no, I know. laughing because I'm like, oh, that's so sixth house Virgo. Absolutely, everything's orderly. Where you're moving towards, and you are obviously, and have been, is you have a North Node in the 12th house in Sagittarius. Okay, and it's conjunct 
Neptune. So let me explain what that means. So that is like a double whammy because that is such Piscean energy. So the 12th house rules Pisces. Pisces is everything connected to other realms. So sixth house Virgo is what we eat on a day-to-day basis, our routine, our structure. That's why we want things organized and disciplined. And we get really sometimes bogged down by all the details of life. 12th house is opposite. It's where we transcend the physical plane and we merge with spirit. So when you were talking about your mission, about oneness and um, humanity, that is all 12th house. So it's how do we move past, you know, the um, being rigid in the sixth house and moving that we're all connected. We're all one. It's this transcendence with spirit. And then you have your North node conjunct Neptune, which again, it's another layer of creativity, of um, inspiration, of working with spirit, of dream life. Um, you know, do you do dream analysis and all that? Yeah. Yeah. That's like the 12th house is all dream because it's subconscious. It's past life, dreams, um, emotional healing. So, um, and really having compassion and also, so that's one layer. The other layer is your North node is in Sagittarius. So where Gemini is, can be scattered and have a lot of things and a lot of interests. So Gemini is kind of like the jack of all trades, master of none. That's just a general um, thing. I'm not saying that every Gemini doesn't have a craft because it's not like that, but they just know everything about everything. And one of my good friends is a Gemini and I call her Google. Like, hey, what's this? Because I know she's going to know the answer. Okay, so that's Gemini. It gets information from everywhere. What your soul came here to do is what you're doing is be very focused on the truth. So Sagittarius energy is all about truth. So Gemini can sway and be like, okay, I can see your point of view and I can see this. So that's a skill that you have to see from other perspective. But in this lifetime, your vibration is going straight into this is truth consciousness. This is what I see. This is what I'm doing. Also, it's moving more into, that's funny because I always tell people, you know, you didn't come here to be a monk on a hill and meditate all day. But for you, actually, um, not saying you're going to be a monk on a hill, clearly, but the 12th house does require more solitude because in the sixth house, we're surrounded by people constantly. There's people around us and that's okay because you are, do have a lot to work with the tribe, which we'll get to that part. But there's moments throughout your life that are requiring more solitude, more of that connection. Again, tuning back in, what is my truth? And being very clear on this is my message and not wavering it. So Sagittarius energy is the energy of the priest, of the shaman, go figure, of um, you know the rabbi really? or the healer, 100%. Sagittarius is the preacher. Wow. So Gemini is like, oh yeah, I like this. I like that. You know, the sky is blue. That's great. Why do you think it's green? Okay, let's talk about this. Oh, that's great. Oh, did you see that bird, uh, that bird over there? Let's look at that. Like, oh, da, 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 da. It's, it's like, that's Gemini energy. <laughs> that's my child. That's, yeah. that's my child nature. Totally. That's that's me. Like, that's what my team would see when I'm like, sometimes I'll go on IG live. Yeah. The Gemini comes out well, and I start making jokes. and Gemini things. is social media for sure. <laughs> so I see people with strong um, Gemini in their chart and they're, um, you know, blowing it up on social media, which is great because that's a gift and a skill. So it's not about losing that childlike. It's about honing it and bringing in this new energy, right? That's what we do throughout our life of the North Node of really this focus of compassion. Um, he, um, emotional healing is that's one of the main things that your soul is here for. Um, and again, truth and preaching your message out. And when I look at this, I look at the ruler of your North Node, and it brings me to Jupiter and the third house in Pisces. So to me, again, that is um, network, community, sharing. And Pisces is, again, spirituality. So we have so many strong themes 
of everything is spiritual. But again, the difference is I'm talking to you, you're aligned with your path. Most people I talk to are confused, not really sure. So it's a different conversation. Mm. But again, it's beautiful because you are doing what your soul came here to do. And you have to get this message out to the world. And also your career stuff, you have a lot of planets in the 10th house of career and 11th house of um, tribe and community. So when I saw that, um, I actually pulled up, again, two different charts for you because I wanted to go deeper into this. And this chart right here, you can see it's packed with the 11th house. This is all about community. Tribe, and you are so good about making sure that we're bringing everyone together and that we're equal and that we all have something to contribute. I mean, I've learned that so much from you as well. Yes. And thank you because that's part of my journey as well. So you're a teacher again for me, again, in many ways. Um, and I think I told you that. You're, you're making me, me emotional. So I'm getting emotional. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> all right. Let Kumbaya, me. little hand. <laughs> 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 I love you. <laughs> I get emotional because, you, you know, one of the things that, um, and I, I want you to continue, but yeah. you, the, I just, I just, my emotions are coming up right now. And um, yeah. I think for me, growing up, watching gurus, watching spiritual people who are in that spiritual place and that, yeah, his emotions are up, here they are, um, in that profession of, being there to support people with a spiritual message, they turn it into this um, into this place of making other people feel like they don't have that power. They have to go through all kinds of things to get to that power, and um, it makes it makes the, the the journey of of family more challenging. You know, because people start to think like, I can't be that person because I wasn't born in a tribe or I wasn't, you know, I didn't have parents who honored my spiritual self and, you know, saw the gifts inside of me and all these different things. And I don't, I think that when we create this, this, this divisive spiritual path of like, I'm all knowing and I have it all figured out and stuff, it literally limits us. And we start going into these worshiping of false idols. We start yeah. going into this need to see power outside of us and see the power inside. And I feel like there's so many people, so many spiritual teachers that I've come across have so much potential, but then they got caught in this need yeah. to use that path as a way to fill themselves up with love that they fill it up by keeping themselves above people. So they keep having someone looking at them. And I don't want people to look at me. I want people to look at themselves yeah. so that they can see that it doesn't do any leader any good. And this is something I've learned from my other lifetimes in being a king and being a leader. It doesn't do anyone, any leader or any person any good by disempowering the people. That was the biggest mistake I made in Egypt yeah. was I disempowered people and made them look towards me, look towards my authority, look towards what the way I ran my kingdom and enslaving people and doing all of these things. And so this life, this experience, being here on earth again, I want people to know that if you look towards that person and you see them as the leader, you don't look at them to put them above you. You look at the inspiration they create and for you to see yourself as a leader and to bring that out into the world and know that you are something and you are someone. The leader who's listening to me right now, who is in that position, who sold all those books and who's on television, who is doing all of these things, those things mean nothing. 
That is a platform for you to bring your message of love through and your message for people to see their own power. You don't want people to look towards you because you become a target. You want people to see the power together. That's the only way we're going to be able to make it in this on this planet. I can't stand in the street. As a kid, I used to ask myself, I used to go to school. I remember when I was speaking to spirits and I used to realize that my friends couldn't speak to spirits. And I would ask them, you don't hear the voices. You don't hear the angels talking. You don't hear the trees talking. You don't. And they're like, no. And I was like, what? And it felt so lonely. And then I realized I know how to get out of this loneliness. I have, to, I have to show them how to get back to that place, whatever was taken from them. And then I started showing my friends how to do it. Like one of my friends, Saul, is this amazing kid. He come to my house and I told him, you're a wizard. And he goes, really? I said, you're a wizard. I go, now stand on the fence on one foot and learn how to direct the wind. And I would show him and I would teach him how to connect to the wind spirits and have him stand on one foot on this tiny ledge and teach him how to pull the wind towards him. And, and he started opening up his powers and it felt so good because it, I wasn't alone. Yeah. And yeah, just, I know I just went on a tangent for a moment here, but- uh, That was beautiful. It's like, you know- <laughs> continue and thank be you. a little baby over here like a mess <laughs> no you're not and i'm actually thank you for oh, sharing that god that was beautiful and powerful and it's actually part of your journey that i can see in your chart i literally more. had to like hold back how much like emotion came through me so i'm not a crybaby on you know this share but Continue, please. Yeah, you're no, just but, you're touching me. You're bringing up a lot for me, mm, so I really appreciate that. Absolutely. Yeah. Not the first time I've heard this from people. <laughs> you should try it. See how that works over on dates. Let me tell you. I'm like, okay, that's, we're not dating now. Because... I'm dead. Oh my god. <laughs> oh yeah, that wouldn't be so. That would like. Oh, I would. I don't know. I don't know how you. I mean, I know it's difficult for me on dates. Because the fact that I see all these things and I was like, my goodness, I know who you are. I remember you, you know. <laughs> I'm swiping and I'm like, oh, God, no, 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 no. Wait, no. Oh, God, no, that, that's that. Like, I'm swiping. Yeah, I, I don't even make it to the date because, I mean, we just bypass it. <laughs> and everyone's like, why are you single? I'm like, well, I, I don't know. I can't. I, I can't be with that. Uh <laughs> I'm like, I got my own stuff for sure, but I need someone that matches my stuff. Yes. I'm not it's, saying I'm perfect. I definitely have my it's, stuff. Yeah, it's but a, you it's just gotta need be to a find special it person. to match it. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I can't. I just can't. I'm like, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Right. Wait till they see. I always my whole my whole thing always comes out with there's all these wonderful people who will reach out to me and like on Instagram and be like, Are you single? You know, I'd love to connect with you. I get, you know, I meet people at events and things and whatever. And then like I'll give it a shot. Just to see. And then I and then all of a sudden I hear they only see your shaman. They they're not ready for the woman in you. They're not ready for the king in you. They're not ready for the wise old woman who, who's the witch. They're not ready for the little boy inside who likes to play video games and action figures and build forts in the house. Yeah. And I can see that. And as soon as I bring it out just to see, you know, what happened, just being me. And I tell them, you know what? I think you're an amazing person. And I really love your energy. I think you're great. You don't see all of me. Yeah. And I'm a very, I'm many spirits in this embodiment. Mm-hmm. I have many different spirits. I have ones that will wake up in the morning, will be digging in the in the yard and doing rituals. And you'll be like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm, I'm digging a ritual, you know? 
<laughs> like, then you'll see me in the room playing with my PlayStation. Uh-huh. Then you'll come in the room and I'll be with my action figures with different character voices and like doing, you know, all kinds of things. And you'll see the woman in me who's very seductress and very, you know, sensual and wants to nurture you and wants to feed you and wants to massage you and get into that space. Then you see the king come out who's very strong and like very masculine and, you know, and makes that very strong masculine energy in the room, you know, and it's all of these things. And what I found in all my relationships is that they can only handle like either one or two mm-hmm. and I'm okay with that. Yeah. So I'm not in this, so I can get where you're at, you know, because you having this type of knowledge, it's, it's kind of, it can, it can be very um, off-putting for mm-hmm. some people because mm-hmm. I know it is for me and I, and I'm not, and I'm not in the place of like feeling bad about it. Because my whole thing is just be present with the message and the love and that person's going to show up and and whatever body they're going to show up in. Yep. Could be an ET. Who knows? I'm open to it all. I mean, at this time, I am definitely down for it. Like, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) I used to be like really scared of that. Now I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, okay, let's bring it on. (laughs) Right. Because it's just the surrender. Um, Absolutely. I even have this friend that I see at parties a lot and he constantly... Every time, no disrespect to him, but every time I see him, he comes up to me and says, I'm so scared of you, your eyes. I know that you're seeing everything through me. And meanwhile, I'm just like eating like like a, a roll. I'm like, <laughs> like not even thinking of anything. And then he says that and it's like, those kind of comments, right? Like, I know you see through me. I know you're seeing everything. I wouldn't hire you if I was hiring people because I couldn't hide anything from you. And I said, okay, carry on, carry on. I mean, but it's, it's that energy yeah, too. I get that exact same thing. Like I'll get friends. I'll even get people who will meet me or be near me and know who I am and won't come up to me because they sense my energy and I'm all, and I'm all love. Yeah. And people, and I, when I look at your eyes, I have to say, for those of you who are listening around the world, her eyes are really intense. And <laughs> I know people are. are like, stop staring at me. I'm like, oh, I'm actually not staring. <laughs> they are. They're so intense. Your eyes pierce right through. I, I can handle it because I am You're true. The only like, one. I'm like, yeah, bring it, you know? I need a Scorpio. I love looking in people's eyes. I'm very intense. I always tell when I'm in relationships, one of the things I love to do is like go get a picnic basket and sit on the beach or just like sit and stare in their eyes and people get uncomfortable, you know, (laughs) they get uncomfortable. I'll grab their face. I'll look in their eyes because I feel so much power and energy from seeing into their eyes and your eyes are piercing. They are literally sorceress eyes. They are eyes that like literally that you would see in a palace, looking around the corner, seeing you and piercing at you, knowing, oh, she saw me, you know? So yeah, it's a bit, I could see for if a guy wasn't yeah. in his power exactly. and wasn't holding that space like I can hold, right? that would find that intimidating. And that, you know, let's talk about that for a second. Because for so many years, I was meeting men that weren't in their power and I was taking it as a reflection of me. And it's like, it for everyone that's listening, that's single or dating or whatever, it's not a reflection of you. It's just not the right person, right? So it's like to not take that in and make that about me because that's what I did for so many years before. Um, And that was part of my lesson too, to learn or I wouldn't have even had to worry about it because I would have bypassed it. But that was clearly a lesson. And so it's to not internalize that and take that on. It's just not, 
you know, finding the right person that's in their power. And I know I already feel my man and he's so in his power and so masculine and it's beautiful and he's not intimidated by me. He yeah. actually thinks I'm cute and funny and, and, um, you know, he sees my feminine. Yeah. So, I mean, I can see right now the man that's going to be with you is gotta be masculine mm-hmm. with a feminine understanding, yeah. you know, but he's definitely a man. Yeah. And I don't know if he's going to be American. You know, thank God. Uh, because, I love that. You I did, know, yeah. I really feel like you're, you're the type of man who's going to come in comes from the nature of this emotional, but yet masculine, but very old school way, because you have that old school darling about yeah. you and that, that you have that energy. That's like, I'm woman. Let me be woman. You be man. But at the same time, I also have the feminine masculine balance. He has the feminine masculine balance, but at the same time, the romance, the intensity of that romance, the connectedness, the level of heart, um, opening, I don't feel is an American man. And I'm not saying that America, all American men have that, but I see a lot of my American men friends peacocking, you know, and they do a lot of peacocking because they are like they feel like they have to be the sexy guy right. instead of just be the guy, right? And I think that that creates the insecurity right there. So mm-hmm. immediately, you know, I remember I was really funny. It was like, uh, you know, this one friend of mine said to me, he goes, "Yeah," I go, "Well, what happened with that girl?" You know, and he goes, "Oh, well, you know, you know, you know how I am, like how I dress up and do my thing and like do my hair and like I was like, what? That wasn't the question I was asking. I was talking about the girl." And he's like, yeah, you know, I think she was intimidated by how sexy I am. And I was all, right, okay. So let's throw more of your insecurity on the table, right? right? Because if you are sexy, you don't need to talk about it. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can simply say like, you know, yeah, I'm a sexy, I'm a sexy guy in your own energy in yourself, but you don't need to be like, I'm the sexy guy. That's why the girl wasn't like, had a problem with me. That means you're insecure and you're, you're using your looks and your, your, the way you dress and so forth and how you, what kind of thing, you know, palm, whatever thing you put in your hair or whatever it is to peacock yourself. Yeah. If you are a cool, chill dude, right? Like I'm not going to peacock myself. I do whatever I want to do. And, yeah. and, you know, and girls, guys, they get attracted to me, not because of the fact that I'm peacocking around them. Right. I'm just me. Yeah. And I think, and I think that's the kind of guy that I see you with is not a peacocker, yeah. but a guy who is like, I'm just a guy. I'm here, you know, and it's not going to matter what he's wearing or how he is. What's mm-hmm. going to matter is the energy that he's exuding yeah. in his, in his chill, cool vibe. Mm-hmm. And that's what I feel. And I feel like that is what's going to happen. And I feel like that um, requires you to kind of step out of, you know, out of your continent area of, of space. That's why and, I travel and so travel much. and mm-hmm. like, and, and perhaps even stay somewhere for a while. Yeah. You know, oh, like, I am fine with that. You know, I feel like you need to be out of America yeah. for yeah. a little bit, yeah. you know, and I feel that this energy is going to open up and make that possible or that person couldn't even come to you to America. But I honestly feel like when you're here, there's a, there's a protection mechanism 100%, that you created. I feel it. Yeah. It's completely different when I'm abroad. I feel it. I see it. I see even just the people I meet versus the people I meet here. I feel in my own energy and it's just that that's home to me when I'm abroad. Yeah. I think I I also feel that it's, I think a lot of it's the puritanical um, nature of Americans, you know, because I know that when I meet like girls or guys and I'm talking to people out in Europe, there's this comfortableness, you know, like my buddies will be like, 
dude, let's get naked and jump in the water, you know? And we'll all take off our clothes and the girls will be like, yeah, let's go. And we'll all take and we'll go skinny dipping together. Mm. But here, there's like this kind of weird, like weird energy. Different like, culture. It's a different culture, yeah. you know? And I think, um, and I love all cultures. Yeah. I love all of it. But I feel like America needs to kind of like strip it down a bit. Absolutely. Strip it. Well, I think there's that's what's happening now. Yeah. <laughs> take it off take it off it's just relax let yourself be free Mm -hmm. frolic in the in nature and you know i want to i have this i had this friend um in ukiah and we used to go with one of my girlfriends and we do these naked salad parties and it was so wonderful (laughs) scorpio (laughs) could we just like create like a scenario for every sign there you go scorpio let's get naked it's ruled by the general scorpio naked salad parties it was so great people would bring arugula and like mustard seed lettuce and every we had this big bowls of salad and everyone would just take their clothes off and sit on pillows and we would just have these naked salad parties and talk and share and it was just this beautiful conversations that came out of it and I miss that. I miss my 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 humble Ukiah brothers and yeah. sisters who would just be so free and we'd go in nature and run naked and scream on the top mm-hmm. of our lungs and like jump in the river and, you know, it's good stuff. Very Scorpio-like and Piscean of just oneness connection to all. And like, there's no separation between me and this and me and you. And That's exactly what mm-hmm. I feel. I have yeah. no, I don't feel, uh, I don't have a label context to yeah. to humanity. You know, I you can hug me. Anyone can hug me, can cuddle me. We can all lay. I have to, I have a, a friend whose husband and wife, I will go in their bed and just cuddle them. <laughs> just a platonic cuddle. And they love it. We just hold each other and we just smile like kids, you know? And then I'll get up and their kids will come in and they'll be like, you know, Uncle Derek spent a night last night and they like jump on the bed and we just have this great energy. Yeah. And it doesn't, it's not always about the sexual energy, right. you know? And I yeah. think a lot of times when people think Scorpio, they think, yeah, I mean, yeah, do, I do have a sexual vibe. I mean, like, I'm not going to joke about it. We, I do. We, we've talked I do. About that I do. I do. <laughs> but the thing is, is at the same time, it's more in the essence of like, like connection and um, intimacy. Yeah. Like authentic intimacy. Yeah, that's Scorpio. It wants to get real. It's not, you know, Libra is relationship oriented, but it's it's light and like, let's, you know, go to the mall together. Let's ride our bikes and let's have a companion. Scorpio is like, okay, we're going to strip all that down. And, you know, it's the eighth house. It rules... Um, you know, sex and intimacy and money and, uh, you know, sharing our funds. And because I need to see everything about you, like true intimacy, that's getting naked. So Scorpio wants the truth. That's right. It gets deep down in it. It's true. Yeah. So yeah, one sex is one part, but it's just the intimacy of our union. Wow. So this, so, okay, I'm just want to go because I want to, I'm learning from you and I know the tribe is as well. So South Node is where I want to go. South Node is where you've been. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. See, I'm learning. South node <laughs> yeah. is where I've been, yeah. which is in... It, you, for you, it's south node in Gemini and in the sixth house. So Gemini energy, using more of your um, logic, I'm hearing different um, opinions swaying from one to the other, um, you know, being bogged down by all the details of life. Where you're moving to is your north node. Sagittarius. Sagittarius is by being that preacher, that shaman, literally that shaman. <laughs> I always say right. that, so it's funny. Shaman, that um, healer, just delivering the message. It's staying in the oneness of truth and again, seeing how we're all connected. And Gemini energy is the details of everyday life. 
Um, Sagittarius is the bigger picture. So if you look at the um, symbol for Sagittarius, it's the archer and he's shooting his arrow up to the sky because it's abundance. It's not limited. It's saying everything is expansion. So it's opening your mind, traveling. So yes, even if I didn't know you, I'd be like, oh yeah, absolutely. Travel is huge for you in this lifetime because you're going to meet people from different cultures, bring them all together, expand your mind. So it's not stuff that you can read in a textbook. It's the experiences of life and bringing people together and then sharing and staying in your truth and making that message heard because it also rules publishing, which is that getting that message out. Wow. That's interesting because, um, you know, I always wanted to study like the Torah and the Kabbalah Mm -hmm. and everything. And I didn't want to do it just by going like to the Kabbalah center or, you know, and I don't, at the time the Kabbalah center wasn't even around. It was just, you know, I wanted to understand Israeli culture. So I moved to Israel. I wanted to understand, you know, Catholicism. So I moved to Italy, you know, and it was like every part of me was like, I'm not going to read it in a book. I don't want to know it in a book. I don't want to know, you know, quantum physics from a book. I want to go meet with, you know, a person who has mastered quantum physics and have conversations with them at dinner tables and go to their home and spend time with them and learn from them. I feel like a lot of, you know, for me, I'm always in the state of learning, you know? And that's why I, I think it's so important. Like when I go on my IG live, I don't just go on on, and all the time. And like, I see a lot of people, you know, who are public figures in social media. Um, I don't know what they call them, social influencers. Mm-hmm. And they'll go on and they'll just talk at the people and talk and talk and talk and not even respond to the things that they're actually hearing. Or mm-hmm. they'll just play music and talk to the people. And yeah. I'm just like, okay, for, for me, it's okay sometimes to just talk and give messages. But for me, it's about t- going to the page and typing in who's watching and t- clicking on them and having them come and and educate me, Yeah, you know, share with me. Like, you know, I had one uh, situation where a woman, she's a single mom and she was talking about what it's like being a single mom and raising her daughters. Another guy in Iran was talking and telling me about his life and everything and about his spiritual feelings Mm, and his messages. And I just like, oh, you know, that to me is orgasmic. Like orgasmic to me is mental stimulation. Yeah, Gemini. (laughs) <laughs> is that, is mental that what simulation, Gemini. Mental simulation. Yep. You can't simulate anything down there if mm-hmm. you can't stimulate anything up here. That's 100% Gemini energy. It's, I, I have a Venus in Gemini, so I say it doesn't matter how good looking you are, is if you can't open my mind, you're not getting in my pants. Yeah. So it's the same thing. Yeah, I love that. And and so being, I want to go into the Sagittarius. So going yeah. into Sagittarius, and it's funny because recently my elders have been saying to me that I need to go away. That's that solitude. That I need to have solitude at certain mm-hmm. points in my Absolutely. life. And I'm coming up on this next phase of my life. Yep. And they told me I need to go away. So my team is like, okay, where are you going? Where are you going? So I've been like, should I go to Shasta? Should I go to the desert? Should I go to the redwood trees? Should I go here? Should I go there? So I'm yeah. like inquiring, you know, to just go away, yeah. you know, and be by myself. If, if it's me, you know, finding someone to go with me who can make sure all my food and stuff is taken care of, but then they do their own thing. Fine, but I just need to be by myself yep. because I need to spend time without thinking. The distraction. Yeah, because yep. I'm in constant healing mode. Like yep. everywhere I go, I'm sharing love, I'm giving love, I'm you know, yep. hugging, I'm touching, I'm embracing, I'm sharing. And for me, it's like, I just need to disconnect and talk to my my, my ancestors in the tribe and yep. like get into that space of grandmother, what's next? That and, is your purpose. That's why I said you're going to have these moments of solitude throughout that are so needed for your soul because you have to recharge and you have to go deep. And that's part of your purpose right hmm. there. All right. So I'm not going to make any more excuses on that uh-uh. one. 
I keep uh, making we're, we're calling you out on this right now. Just call Lies. me out. Call me out live. I, I make excuses. Like my team was we like, when are you going away? I'm like, I can't. I have to do this thing. When are you going away? Well, I have to do this. I have to fly to this country constant, they're having. Yeah, that's a constant distraction of the sixth house and Gemini is always doing a million things. So your thing is to get focused on this one and stick there, right? And in solitude with spirit and also learning... Um, the more compassion you have for yourself in those moments, it's going to help you bring that to other people as well. Cause that's part of it with the Neptune. Amazing. This is amazing. So people, so I mean, literally people will, will can make appointments with you and, and yep. learn yeah. this whole astrology. Yep. I, I have sessions right now. Um, and yeah, they could go on my website and um, book sessions. And also this is like we've only gotten to ten percent of your chart. You no, know, I want to go so, more. Let's go more. There's I'm not... so much. Tell in me the more. Chart. Tell me more. I yeah. want to know more. So let's go into your Saturn. Saturn is really important. About this is what we can't get out of in this lifetime. It's also connected to our purpose. It's one of the things that we sort of, you know, either took advantage of in a past life or we didn't just get the lessons. We have to kind of put on the brakes and really master this area. Okay. So a couple things. Um, and then I want to go back to something you said about being a king before, because I see that in your chart. I look at interceptions, if anyone knows, and it tells me details about stuff that you've skipped over. So we'll go back to that. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> Let me I, buckle I, up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Hold on. But watch out. I'll, I'll put a um, blindfold over my eyes <laughs> and just talk. Actually, that might be good. I'll just open my third eye. So um, Saturn is very important and it talks about what we have to master in this lifetime. And again, Saturn is not about one conversation we're going to have and then it's fine for me or for you or for anyone. It's throughout life. It sort of releases its grip. And as we get older and evolve into it, we Saturn is the grandfather energy. It's the mature, wise, old owl. Okay. So we step into that energy even more. So your Saturn is in the seventh house of relationships and it's in um, the sign of cancer. So cancer, you have a couple things in your chart without getting into all the details uh, that you're here to really work through and feel your emotions. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Really? Yeah. Of really feeling your emotions. Um, there's some wounding with um, in your ancestry about your own inner world and that you're healing other people to help them feel empowered. But that's part of, I believe, why you got emotional before is because you felt that wound of like not being enough because that's where your Chiron is. And having Saturn in Cancer, again, there's many things. So if someone's listening to this right now, we can talk for hours just about that one aspect. But one of that is really mastering and diving into your own emotions. It's crazy as you're talking <laughs> your right now. Your solar flexes? My, my whole entire stomach yeah. just started like, like a magnet is sitting in and pulling this energy. I can feel intensities going yeah. on and I can feel emotions rising up inside yeah. of me. And you know what's interesting that you're saying that? Because my sister said to me once, she said, what is your ultimate goal for yourself in this embodiment? And I said, to become the most vulnerable, the most open, transparent, emotional person I can be yeah. because I was raised with a very African father who is very much about strength and very much about not exuding emotions. Mm -hmm. And 
So it's been this, you know, the, I mean, yes, I've gone through emotions, but, you know, even because I've lived in countries where bombs have gone off and things, I remember someone said to me, like, what was it like watching someone like, you know, what like seeing body parts and bombs going off in front of you and things that I actually witnessed? Because I was living in Israel at a time where bombs were happening every other day, you know, and, you know, you would see people with shrapnel, their face, you would see, you know, arms taken. I mean, it was really intense. Yeah. I didn't. You know, I, I was there for the people and I, you know, I supported them. I got a bunch of people together to put like events on in Schenken Park and different places in Israel to bring about a morality of, of consciousness to lift their, their vibration. But everyone asked me like, what did you feel? And my sister even said to me, well, you know, what did you feel? And I was like, I felt like a doctor when he's doing surgery. You know, I just yeah. was like, this sucks. It's not yeah. pleasant. I also was almost blown up a couple times. However, I'm here and I got to be there for the people. And I didn't have this crying, emotional thing going on. And my sister's a kinesiologist. So when I got back to her to visit her in upstate New York, she laid me on her table and put these like things all over my body and stuff. And then immediately I just started shaking and I just started screaming and crying. And, you know, and she's like, brother, you, um, you lock your emotions so that you can be up uh, to handle these intensities. And I said, she's like, why? And I said, because if I let myself feel what I'm feeling when I'm watching yeah. these things, I don't know if I would be able to bring myself back. Right. So I have, I'm not so quick to just, cause I deal with so many people with sicknesses and illnesses. I, I mean, I've worked with so many kids with cancer who've, who've died on me. You know, like literally I spent months, years with them and then they die. And then I'm like, I, I would used to get, I mean, I used to get really, really upset about it, yeah. you know, and be like, I did everything, you know, I like why spirit and spirit was like, we didn't send them for you to heal. We sent them to you so you can practice your skills on healing cancer. And I just, it would really upset me inside. And I used to beat up on myself. Like I... I'm not strong enough. I'm not powerful enough. What is it that I'm not getting? Why, why isn't this? What am I not doing inside to get to these points? And I just started locking down my emotions. And every time I was in the hospital, every time I was working with another patient, that a friend of mine who's a doctor was like, hey, I'm going to send this person to you. I just became numb. And I just, you know, and it's, and I, and I, and I, and I don't mind sharing this with the tribe. I, I'm, I'm glad that this is actually coming up because yeah. I don't usually talk about this. You know, so I think it's really good because I become numb, yeah. not numb in my spirit where I can, I can, I can feel the love. I can feel the need to, um, want to be there to support, to, to lift, to be able to be in that space, but to feel the pain of what I'm experiencing, like losing. I remember this girl I worked on, um, she had cancer and I was helping her and, uh, she called me up in New York. One of her dreams was to, you know, to be able to go um, and be, her biggest dream was to be a model one day and to, and, you know, she was participating in this, um, this contest uh, that she would get to work with Kelsey, uh, Kelly, uh, one of those Jenner girls, one of them, I don't know the names because I don't know who <laughs> they are. I'll give you a hint, starts with a K. <laughs> they all do. Oh, they all do. <laughs> they all do. That's oh, why okay. I don't know which so one. I think one of the young ones or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And she was going to do a big thing for, for Vogue, you know, and she was like, oh, you know, she's like, I know, you know, um, Eileen and I know, you know, all of these people, you know, and I know you, you know, the people at Vogue and she's like, 
I really want this. And do you think that God would give it to me? And she's like, because I'm dying. And I, this is like something I really want. And I said, I know she's like, but thousands of people have, you know, did this. And I said, I know that spirit is going to give this to you. Mm -hmm. And she ended up getting it and she ended up doing the shoot. And then at the end of the shoot, she went back to the hotel and she called, she left the room where her parents were. And she called me in a hotel and she said, can you call the angel of death? I'm ready. Mm. And this pain just rose up inside of me. And I just started crying. And I didn't want to cry because I didn't want her to feel like I feel sorry for yeah. her or whatever, mm. you know? And she goes, I've never heard you cry before. Mm. And I said, I'm crying. And yes, I'll call the angel of death. Mm. And you know, and so she's like, please, because I can't take the pain anymore. I did what I wanted to do. I got what I wanted and I'm ready to go home, Derek. I need mm. to go home. Please, shaman, please call the angel. I need to go home. And please, you know, and so I met with her and her family and she told me, you know, let them know I love them and everything. And then she died the night, the night, night after I did this big ritual and asked the angel of death to come mm. and she died. And when she died, she came and visited me and she said, thank you. Mm. She said, and don't take it in, you know, don't take it in as if you were a failure because you couldn't help me. And she's like, when you go to, and what she said to me on the other side was when you go to, to support someone, it's not you doing the healing, it's them. They have to make the decision. You can only show up. Yeah. There are many times you've shown up with the ability to heal them, but they weren't open to the right. healing. Yeah. And it taught me such a lesson, you know? And I did campaigning for her to like, to, to, to have people support her. Like I did all of these things and, you know, and, and same with this girl in Israel, like all of these different things that I've gone through, I've locked it down, Danielle, and I need to open it back up. Yeah. Where Saturn is, we put on the brakes and there's fear. It's unconscious fear. It's not like, oh, I'm afraid of a spider and there's a spider, let me scream. It's deep and it's buried. That's our work. Let me, ask, have... let me ask why I'm not yeah. opening it up. The reason why I'm not opening up my emotions is because I feel like I will die from all the pain. The reason why I feel like I will die from all the pain because I died before from all the pain. The thing that I need to overcome in order to open my emotions is that I have the ability to open those emotions without making myself die. I'm afraid of the suffering of life because I feel the pain since the moment I arrived on earth and my love is so, so deep that I can't save everyone. I can't help everyone. Holy shit. I can't help everyone. That's it right there. Oh my God. That's the issue right there. You know, a friend, uh, the shaman said to me once, he said, why don't you open your powers to full capacity? You're only using 10% of your powers. And I said, if I open it up, I'm going to, people are going to come to me from all over and there's going to be some people I can help and there's going to be some people I can't help. And if I can't help that person, I'm going to feel like, like I failed them, you know? Yeah. And I, I'm, you know, I, yeah, 
scares me. But the lesson is for you to feel, because that's part of it. Yeah, and and, and even it right is, now, I'm yeah. feeling it, mm-hmm. and I feel this part of me pushing it down. It's this ET part of me. I can yeah. hear the voice talking to me in my head. It's saying, remember what you've come to do. You don't have to feel the pain. Mm. Like, it's talking to me. Why are you saying that to me? Because I'm here to help you, it says. How are you helping me if I'm not able to feel the emotional pain of humanity? Because we don't feel pain where we come from. No emotional body. Why don't you feel the pain in no emotional body? Mm -hmm. So are you a part of me? Are you me? I am you. I have been you. We are a part of you. So there's a we. Yes. And what type of ET are you? Reptilian. And... So, you know, you're you. I am reptilian, is what you're saying. Yes, we are. Okay, and you. Let me get this straight. So, I'm a reptilian. Is there other ETs in me? Yes. What is the other one? Friend from Andromeda. So, your reptilian nature is to help me. What? Stay focused create um, a structure in order for you to execute what you've come to do and us to learn about the human nature so that we can give the information to the collective. So this is, so you're the one who makes me shut down my emotions. Emotions are weak. Mm. I see. And is that because your species does not have an emotional body? That is correct. We have gotten rid of the emotional body through our evolution. And why did your species get rid of the emotional body? It destroyed us and it incapacitated us against other beings. I see. So you're, so you, but you've, you are, you are me. So if I'm, I'm all these spirits that make up me as Durek, you are learning from me, are you not? We are. And so by me having those emotions, isn't it teaching you that emotions are necessary? It is. So then why are you blocking it from happening? It is my nature. So you're saying it's your nature, but I don't have to follow your nature and I've been following your nature. Yes, you have been following the nature of our species. However, as you are speaking to this lady in front of you, she is helping you to understand what we need for our evolution as well as yourself. The choice is yours. Interesting. It's powerful. That's, it's all coming from different forms. That form, seed in your chart, North Node, 12th house, Neptune, compassion, feeling, emotion, Pisces, subconscious, Cancer energy, nurturing self, feeling, healing the wounds of. Do you know I'm spinning right now? This whole room is spinning right now. Mm. Like I'm spinning right now, and this isn't. This is. (laughs) Huh. Right. This spinning that's going on right now is like, I feel like, like, look at my hands. Yeah, I see it. My hands are shaking. Yep. Like, I feel like every part of my being. 
<clears throat> so you're so let me just understand. So that's that we say we have this word in um in the Kabbalah, we say tikkun, that this is my tikkun. Yeah. My thing is I have to become emotional. Yeah. I so and not only for myself, but for life. For humanity, for, hum- for oneness, for and for me mm-hmm. to help this part of my being that yep. is that ET. It always comes back to us, but then that us is projected, yeah. This is deep. I like deep. I know. This is good. I like this talking to Scorpio. This is deep. I have like intense energies <laughs> running through my body right now. I feel like I'm going to scream on the top of my lung. <laughs> All this energy is running through my whole entire body right now. It's very intense because I haven't been willing to look at this. Yeah. You know, and you just revealed this to me. And it's like, I'm going through this intensity right now inside of my body. Like my, <sighs> okay. <sighs> mm. <sighs> okay. Ooh. <sighs> okay. I got this. <sighs> that's how I've been every time a healing session with you afterwards when I'm vibrating out and I can't move. That's exactly. Nah, it's so intense. <sighs> okay. All right. Okay. Let me just learn more from you. Okay. So <laughs> I, I got it. So. Yeah. So Saturn, Saturn return. When I had my Saturn return, I died. So it was during your Saturn return. Well, so this even the whole experience that happened to me when I died. It's like even when I talk about it, I don't feel the emotions from it. Mm-hmm. I feel a little bit. Of it. I remember the pain. I remember the suffocation. I remember dying. I remember screaming in my head, I don't want to die. Like, I changed my mind, God. I changed my mind. And I remember this clear voice saying, you've already put the motion, you already put it into motion. You can't stop what you've already put into motion. You must follow the journey through. And I remember screaming on the top of my lungs, Mm. but I don't remember the emotion or the emotion of being on dialysis. I don't remember the emotion of these things. Not that I can't remember it. It's there. But I use it, I turn it into love for the people. Right. And that's where our healing is. That's why I always go back to, we could be doing amazing things in the world, but we still have our own journeys. Yeah. I mean, look at my hands. Yeah. Like this electricity moving through my whole body right now. Okay. Okay. So I got it. So my reptilian nature needs an upgrade in their species. I am the upgrade to, to, to help them by making a choice. Because you're still here. We're here in a human vessel, which has an energy body. So we can't bypass that. Right. And you even talked to me, we were talking about that um, our emotions are, that's our connection to spirit. That's our connection to everything. Right. When I was going through a lot of my um, physical healing with my body and my health, it was paying more attention to my body in a different respect. Right. Yeah. So you're, you're right now, shamanizing me right now mm. <laughs> like you know like how when i when i call the spirits into your body oh and, yeah and people start shaking yep. and all that stuff now i'm going through it right now which is fine i'm okay with it but it's just it's so nice yeah, good. yeah <laughs> take that smoke <laughs> but i mean just by yeah. you revealing that to me yeah 
and my willingness to hear it and my willingness to understand it. Mm-hmm. And now talking to that part of myself that I haven't spoke to. Mm-hmm. I just That's where the healing is. I just let myself continue to be in this place of like, let me serve people. The more pain I feel, I serve deeper. Mm -hmm. And it's more now about me feeling the pain to become, this is what I was telling my to become more vulnerable is to let myself feel that pain. Yeah. Like that'll shift everything. You've talked to me about doing this, that'll shift everything. Well, this is going to shift everything for you because then it becomes your here. Uh, it almost becomes a martyr. Like I'm here just to serve. I'm here not to feel. I'm here to serve. I'm here to serve. That's a martyr. Yeah, I don't want. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not that. I'm not playing that right. game. Mm-mm. Okay, so martyring Shaman Durek is now going in yeah. uh, the pool of emotions. Yeah. So I'm gonna become. I'm gonna be cry baby. <laughs> I okay. love. That. I have a Cancer Moon. You've seen me cry in our sessions <laughs> yes. before. I've I've a full expression 29 degrees Cancer Moon. I think know? this is gonna be great. This is gonna be this. This is not going to be, this is my journey right now because you just opened up that for me Mm. is I'm going to let myself go into that space and become even, I'm going to rip away. I'm going to rip away the flesh of my, the flesh of my flesh to reveal my bones and my being and like pull out my organs and lay it on the table and let myself look at it and let myself feel those emotions. I'm going to become the biggest crybaby and I'm going to be okay with it. Yeah, and like really authentically allowing yourself to feel. Yeah. And then that opens your heart even more than you even thought possible, which we know. Yeah. I I, I got this. Of course you Wow. <laughs> and we had no I, idea where and, this was going to yeah, go no, to in this all. conversation. And then this voice in my head is going, do you really want to do that? <laughs> of course. <laughs> and, then, and I'm going to respond yeah. back, it's time. Yeah. It's time. And I knew it was time because you, this summer, you've been going through a big journey because we had the eclipses in June and July. And I looked back and the eclipses were squaring your nodes. So they're pushing you even deeper into your direction. And the eclipses, they happen um, every six months. So then it's like, you know, there are some uh, events that happen around the eclipses, but then the integration is the six months to follow and sometimes even a year to follow of really stepping into that energy. So that's where the journey actually begins. Thank you for this. Yeah. This is powerful. So, okay. Well, I'm I'm gobsmacked. <laughs> Do you know? Did you know that word? Yes. Yeah, I'm completely gobsmacked right now. I'm mm. I'm besides myself, and in a good way. Yeah. In a really good way. I love you. Well, I'm going to say what you say to me. It's an honor to serve you. It's an honor to be served. Mm. Yeah. Oh, honey, thank you so much. You're so welcome. Thank you for everything. So, tell me. Okay, so. I'm sure there's a lot more. And, oh yeah, I mean we can talk for ten days, but it'll be so. like ten days. Yeah, yeah. But l- l- let me ask you. But I-, I would like to make an appointment with you. Oh, you know, official yeah. appointment, so I can actually have that experience of yeah. being able to go through all of that. Tell me, can you give us a a, a brief synopsis of all of the different signs, like a little whatever, or actually, sure. or if you feel like doing that, yeah, or perhaps even saying like. Maybe letting me know like what this year looks like for me and what does next year look like? What is the, what is this this transition for me? Let's go through the signs because I think that will help more Everyone, people. And then yeah. we can talk about Perfect. that stuff. That's what on, I want. Yeah. So just um, a general of the signs of their energy and what they're here to express. Yeah. Okay. Um, so this can relate to if you have your sun sign here or if you have your moon sign or perhaps north node. So let's start with Aries. Aries is the first of the um, zodiac. So Aries... 
people are learning to trust their intuition, to step into their power, to step into their courage. They actually don't really have a lot of patience. Um, so that's a shadow side, but they're learning to push forward, jump in before anyone does and just take action. Um, Aries is the I factor. So it's literally learning to trust their instinct. It's complete instinctual behavior. My South node is in Aries. So that's why I help empower people. I'm really good at being independent. I mean, I like I know how to be on my own. You could drop me in a jungle and I'd probably make my way out. Oh, yeah, I'm, you definitely I'm learning, would. I'm learning tribe. I'm learning, oh, wait, there's people that can help me. Oh my God, they can make my life easier. Thank you. Yeah, I know that about you. Yeah, 100%. And <laughs> super I'm independent. Super. He's like, I don't need you for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just the way I'm wired. So I'm working on that. Absolutely. And I like that new place where I'm going. It feels good to have mm. people around. It's like, oh, I don't have to do this all on my own. Thank God. Just, I just, you know, climb Mount Everest. It. So that's Aries. Um, Taurus energy. Taurus is about so actually, let's do this. I'm going to create the story. So Aries is the first one out of the womb. They jump in. They rush that they forgot everything, but they're here. They're going to be the leader. They're like, everyone follow us. So then Taurus comes along and Taurus says, um, hey, Aries, I know that you rushed out, but you forgot all your stuff. So here's your bed. Here's your backpack. Here's your clothes. Here's your resources. So Taurus is really good about getting your gifts together, getting your resources. They're very grounded, steady. I'm a Taurus son. They're very loyal. Want to make sure everything you are comfortable. You know, they like nice wine or good chocolate, um, high thread count sheets, like all the bounty of life because the earth sign. Yeah, I so need to be with a Taurus. Oh, Taurus. Very, so it's opposite Scorpio and it's very sensual because it's the same thing. Taurus, um, Scorpio gets so sexual and Taur um, Taurus, Scorpio gets sexual and Taurus is sensual in it. Yeah. So it, they all signs are opposite, but they share things. So um, Taurus is like, okay, well, here's your stuff that you forgot. You ran out. Let's let's get grounded and make sure that you have your resources. So then after that, Gemini comes along is like, hey guys, so I see that you're rushing out. You're getting the resources. We need a network. Let's bring everyone together. So Gemini is really good with community, with networking, with bringing people together. Um, oh, did you hear about this person? Oh, they they might be good to help you with that. I'm going to introduce you and hook you up. So it's all about communication, community, networking, social gathers, gather, um, gatherings. Then after that, you have um, cancer. So cancer is like, hey, we have all this community, but what about our home? Someone needs to be mama bear. So let's cook something together. Let's have family dinners. <laughs> I love this. Let's talk about our emotions. <laughs> this is so much fun. I'm I know, going I on an amazing yeah. journey right now. Yeah. Let's talk about our emotions. Let's make sure that we have a beautiful home that we can all come home to after a long day. And I have you, I'm supported. You're emotionally supported. So then after that, we have Leo that comes out and is like, hey, so we have all this, but where is the party? Let's get the party party started. Hey, I'm going to go on stage. I'm going to tell everyone this is what we need to do. And I'm going to be the leader because I have courage. I have strength. I'm going to put it out there and watch me tap dance. And hey, I know it's not all about me, but it kind of is about me because I'm going to lead everyone. So we need someone to get the party started. Oh my God, I'm dead right now. <laughs> well, well, don't die because I, uh, we've already done that. Don't once, worry, so. I come back. I'm a yeah. phoenix. Okay, good. Yeah. Rise again, bitch. <laughs> You're like, rise up, bitch. <laughs> Instead of abracadabra, that's my new thing. Rise up, bitch. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> so Leo is having fun. They're expressing through their heart. They're loving everyone. They're being creative. They're saying, oh, we, let's use our creativity to um, bring this together, bring this game. Let's have fun and let's play. Mm. So then there's Virgo that comes along is like, 
All right, Leo, you got to simmer down. You've just done everything, but where are we need to make sure that we are organizing everything. We have too much stuff. You wanted to do everything. So let me implement systems so that we can actually be productive. And how's your health? What are you doing? Are you taking your vitamins? Because you can't go out and party if you're not, if you keep partying, you're not going to be taking your vitamins. So Virgo, um, it's, I see Virgo as they're like Michelangelo crafted his beautiful artwork with Leo. And then with Virgo, it's I'm refining it. So it's just polishing it off and making sure all the details are good. That's my sister. She does that for yeah. me all the time. She always calls me up. She's and like, she okay. She works with health, right? Yeah. Yep. She's like, where's your structure? What's going on? That's Do you so have a Virgo. plan for all this information? Virgo. What's going on? I'm like, sometimes I feel like I'm being interrogated. Oh, yeah. Virgo can be very harsh sometimes the way they say it. So I've had to drop a couple of Virgo friends here and there. I'm sorry, Virgos. But, you know, until it's like evolved, it could be really harsh. I'm like, wow, you're nasty. <laughs> and not nasty in a good way, if you know what I mean. <laughs> right, exactly. It's I, like, woo! Yeah, it's intense sometimes. Yeah. Because I can be intense, but I'm intense in a different way. Whereas my sister They're can come sharp. in. She's so sharp. So sharp. I was just like, uh, how about... You're doing really amazing. I really love what you did on television the other yeah. night. It was really great. She's like, um, I noticed when you were on TV last night that you said this, this, and you, you know, and you keep using this word like and like and like. You've been spending too much time in LA. You've been doing this. Like, she would like break everything down. They pick out the things that are wrong because that's how their brain works. Is they are um, editors. So many editors are actually Virgos because they find what's wrong and they know how to improve. So then they are improving everything that's been happening before. Mm-hmm. So they're refining. And I listen to her. Yeah, absolutely. And they're really good at it. After I have my breakdown. Totally. It's just, you know, sometimes the delivery could be a little bit, you know, not to pound on a Virgo, but, you know, everyone has a shadow side. Yeah. So then we have Libra. So we have this whole community, everything that's gathering and Libra saying, well, what about relationship? Aries is all about I, 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 but what about we? It's like, we don't want to keep showing up alone. Let's create this community and let's have love. Let's do things together. Where's the bicycle built for two? We need to learn from each other. You're my mirror. And so I'm going to learn about what I need through you and about Libra is keeping peace and fairness and equality. You know, they're they are, you know, um, you know, law. It's it's the scales. So it's keeping everything balanced. So they're in the balance of the community. I've say I've, I have a lot of friends who are Libra. I don't find that with them. Really? Maybe they're... What's the shadow side of Libra? Well, I've found that if Libra suppresses their desires, because they can suppress their desires so much for the sake of other people, that then they get um, jaded, but usually later on in life, and then they get resentful. Okay. That's what I've seen. Yeah. So then that's just playing... They have to really learn to use their energy for their highest good. Got it. Okay. Yeah, they could. I've found that as they get older, because they've been saying yes to everyone for so long that they've suppressed themselves. So they need more. We always need more of the opposite sign to balance ourselves out. So they need more of the areas of what do I want? Because I always say with Libra, it's like you can, if you're craving um, Mexican food and you're just really wanting it, but everyone in the group um, wants Chinese they're going to be like, okay. And again, this is not a big deal, but just a mundane example. I see my Libra be friends like, do that. Okay, fine, whatever you want. Whereas I'm like, everyone wants that. I'm like, well, I'm going to go get it and meet you afterwards. <laughs> That's what mm. I do. That's my Aries. Yeah, I see a lot of my Libra friends do that, especially friends of mine who are Libra who are much more in the public. You know, mm-hmm. I see them. I'll go to their house and they'll just be like, yes, 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 mm-hmm. yes, 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 and then become resentful. Right, so Libra has to learn that it's this balance, that the balance doesn't mean always yes. It means yes, but then what do you need as well? Mm. You're keeping the peace, but also not to sacrifice yourself. Got it. That's yep. good. That gives me more insight on my friends. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's really good, you know, understanding. I have a lot of Libras around me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you guys are so judgmental. I'm like, stop judging. Well, they could have like a South Node somewhere else. Maybe they all have South Nodes in Virgo. Sorry, Virgos, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> right, but I realize that yeah. it's because they say yes to everything. So mm-hmm. anytime you say yeah. something to them, they're wondering like, is it about you or is it about me? Yeah. So it's interesting. I'm learning so a lot right now. they have to really learn about that. And then, so we have a relationship, but it's, you know, a relationship that's peaceful. Let's hold hands. Let's do this. You know, we just like each other. It's fair. And I suppose Scorpio is saying, okay, now we're going to get into the good stuff. Now I want to know your secrets. I want to know what makes you cry at night. I want to know this is how we can get deeper. I'm going to share our resources. We're going to bring our money together to create something, but I need to know everything about you. I need to know that you're going to be here and you're not going to leave because I'm going to give you my all and I trust you. And if you don't, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting that you yeah. say that because loyalty is huge, huge. with me. Huge. You break loyalty with me once. You're done. I'm done. Yep. I don't, and I don't, and I don't give, I don't, I don't, because I have my compassionate nature, I will give you, like, I'll still love you and I'll still, you know, but I'm not, you're not not going to be, you're not going to be in my circle. In the inner circle. Scorpio has the inner circle. Yeah. I won't, I won't. And people will say to me, like, you never let me back in the inner circle. And I'm like, I I, I can't. You, You can't go back. I can't go back. I'm sorry. I love you. Once it's done, it's done. I'll still have dinner with you and spend time with you, but I can't let you in that space because for me, it's about complete transparency of opening up that core. And Mm -hmm. it's interesting. What did you say? You said something like, okay, and then you're killed. Yeah, and And then you're done. And it's so funny because I told my sister once, I said, I said, you know, we were watching Game of Thrones and she goes, that's you. (laughs) She goes, that's how you are. She goes, that's how you, you're very like, if someone, she goes, you know, if someone, you you open the kingdom to them, Mm -hmm. you give them your money. I have, I'm very generous financially. I'm very generous with my energy. I'm yep. very generous with my love. I'm generous with my everything. I, I will I will lavish you. I will massage you. Mm-hmm. I will share with my secrets with you. I will lay with you, laugh with you. You can cry in my arms. I'll hold you and everything. Yeah. And if you walk away mm-hmm. and betray yourself, which means you betray me, yep. you're done. You get exiled. Yep. And I, I noticed that about my, I noticed that about my personality. Yep. Yeah. It's deep. It's the same thing. My I have a moon in Cancer, but it's in the eighth house. And so when I grew up, absolutely, you hurt me. I'm going to hurt you back until I was even conscious I was doing that. Mm-hmm. And because I was so protective, Taurus is loyal. We're so loyal, like puppy dogs. But then I have that Scorpio, and so you're in, you're in, you know. And so I had to be conscious of that too. Yeah. And what I also do is like. Uh, I even I had a situation just recently happen and I just, you know, I don't just say like, okay, you're out. But what I do is I don't want to hear people say sorry to me because mm-hmm. sorry to me is nothing. Yeah. What I want to know is, did you learn the lesson? Yeah. Did you understand what, what was out of alignment of love? Mm-hmm. And I, so I bring it to them. So I'm like, let's talk about this. And they're like, I'm really sorry. I feel, I feel bad. I feel this. I said, no, 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 no. This is not about beating you up. I'm not here to punish you. I'm not the, the punisher of this, of this situation. We all make mistakes, including myself. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, can, I can make it water under the bridge, but what I want to move forward in knowing that you understand what exactly you did right. that was not in alignment with love. Yeah. And well, still give them love in that process, well, but expression. they're still not going to be in that inner circle. Right. That's a higher expression of it, at least to give them that mirror. Yeah. Okay. Please. This is amazing. Yeah. So we then have Scorpio. So then after Scorpio, you know, we have so much intimacy, so much like up each other's, you know, and like we're in each other's (laughs) stuff. And it's so, it's so much. Then we have Sagittarius that says, okay, we need to breathe. We've been in this community. How about we take this and we travel somewhere else? Now we're the nomads. We're taking you or... 
I've been traveling and I learned this philosophy that I'm going to bring to the people. So I'm going to preach. I'm going to teach you. Um, I, you've been doing a great job, but you're limited. So I'm going to teach you what else is out there and show you the expansion of everything else. So this is where the shaman, the preacher, the healer comes in and gives the wisdom, either takes the tribe and travels with them or brings the travel to them mm. and expanding their consciousness and their mind so that there can be either a religion or um, the spiritual component. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you have Capricorn. Well, Capricorn comes in and says, okay, but wait a minute. Where is, who's the CEO and where's the corporation? Because if we have all these people, we need people to have jobs. So let me build these structures so that you have jobs and we're going to create these companies um, so that people can thrive and so this can last. Otherwise, we're going to die. How are we going to get our food if we don't create these structures? And so they're the CEO creating the corporation um, and the structures and the jobs for people to come in and also being that authority figure um, with the responsibility. And then you have Aquarius that comes in and says, this is great and all, but how are we contributing to the world in a different way? Because right now it's just about us. And Aquarius says, it's not about us. It's about um, humanity. It's about universal brotherhood, which is what you're all about. And so how can we bring together our um, group creativity so that we are better together than we are on our own. So where are our visions? Where are we going with this? Where can we do things different? You know, Aquarius is very much a visionary. So it's seeing a different picture. I always use Aquarius and I talk about Mark Zuckerberg. He had this idea for Facebook and people probably thought this was stupid. This was crazy. This is not going to make sense. Well, look what he's changed so much. Whether you agree with the things he's doing or not, he's changed humanity and the way we connect to people in a very futuristic way. So that's where Aquarius comes in. So if my manager is Aquarius and my assistant, who's also head of operations, is Aquarius, what does that mean for me? So they're very good visionaries and seeing the trends and where we should go and how we should bring people together, which is great support for you because you are about bringing people together. If you were someone that, you know, wants to do art and it's just about your art, you want to stay in in your house all day long and paint and not connect with anyone, it might be a little bit of a push-pull because they might want to bring groups together and you're like, no, I just want to do my thing. Mm. But it actually is really good fit for you. Because I always ask them every time something comes up, even if we're in a meeting or someone's like, hey, we want you to do this or we want you to do that. I listen to people and then I come home and I'm like, what's your counsel? I always ask them, what's your counsel? What's your counsel? And I listen to both of them. Yeah. That's interesting. And that's really beautiful. And also because you have so many planets, actually that's 11th house, that won't matter. But yeah, it's, it's really good support for your vibration, I should say. Right. And so then you have, we go to the last sign and it's Pisces. And Pisces is so sensitive and so psychic because it's literally connected to the all. So this is where we say, okay, we had all these experiences on earth. So Pisces is the fish swimming in two directions because there's one fish in the um, higher realms and spiritual realm and one fish here on earth. So it's dipping one foot in here and one foot in there. So how can that we take all this information and still connect with God, consciousness, source, energy, because that's who we are at the end of the day. And so everything comes back to oneness, which is Pisces. This is the tribe. Yeah. This is a tribe. This is completely a tribe. Like you cannot exist alone. A hundred percent. Because each person yeah. of that tribe, of those signs, all support one another. That's so powerful. I know, that really is. I never actually looked at it that way. But when you said that, that was beautiful. I mean, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. But in a good way. I mean, like crazy, like eye-opening yeah, crazy. Like yeah. this literally is the tribe. Yep. Like Because in, in a tribal culture, every person is important to support the tribe. If one person isn't being who they're supposed to be yeah. because they want to be like the other person and they're not, 
it creates all the tribe suffers. Yep. But if every person hones who they are and their skills and their gifts in that tribe, the tribe thrives. And here's even deeper is that we actually have all the signs in us. So we are actually all this as well. And so everyone is our mirror because we're learning about the parts of ourselves that we need to express. We have every single sign. Even if you're not a Scorpio sun or Taurus sun, you have that in your chart. Can I add, ask for one favor? Yeah. Can you tell each person what's across from them? Yeah, absolutely. And what does that mean? Yeah. So Aries is about I. Across from it, the polarity sign is Libra. It's about the we. So the balancing the, the I and the we. So you have to incorporate both. Um, Whoa. Yeah. You just opened up a window for me just now. What is it? Let's hear it. So you said Aries is across from Libra. Mm-hmm. Libra is always is always giving, mm-hmm. we, 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 and it needs to learn about the yes. I. Mm-hmm. And the Aries is all I, 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 and it needs yep. to learn about the we. Yep. Holy matrimony of grace, <laughs> go, ba-doo, ba-da, ba-doo, ba-da, ba-da, ba-da. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, that's why they're polarity. So in astrology, everything is on a polarity. It's an axis. And so that axis wouldn't exist. It's balance. So just like the universe is run on balance, people say balance is a myth. It's not. It's universal. We have organized chaos with the universe. There is some harmony and balance and everything. I'm lit right now. Like, <laughs> like I'm literally like, you're, you have taken it to a whole nother level mm. in my brain. Oh. Like, that is so powerful. Yeah. Please. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't want to. I love yeah. this conversation. Yeah, Please so have like, these. Have these mini orgasms <laughs> more. I like it. I'm having like. I'm. I'm I mean, I'm sitting here in the chair and I'm like. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like every time you say something, yeah. I see this doorway, a window open mm. up. I get why now. I. It's. I mean, this is math. I mean, this is. This is universal truth. That's why I don't just do horoscope astrology. This sign's going to be with this sign. I teach people, but it's consciousness. I'm just using it through the lens of astrology. That's it. But for a long time, I used to think astrology was, astrology was hocus pocus. Totally. And so you and a million other people. So I have to come in with my Aries and fight against people all, the time, all day long and say it's not. And this is what it is. Yeah. It, this is crazy. It's beautiful. Because I had like literally when people would make, make the word, like say something about astrology, <laughs> I'm like, my eyes would roll because <laughs> I'm a shaman. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Let's focus on spirit yeah. and earth. You know, right. and now actually, as you're it's human explaining behavior. to me, this is a tribal knowledge that is held within the stars and within the planets. With every, there is a tribal ring. It's consciousness. It's human behavior. Because it's even a circle yes. on this piece of paper yeah. that the way you you've constructed. This is a tribal ring, and mm-hmm. it's literally showing us which tribal member we have to learn from. Yeah. Okay, so you, okay, so Aries and Libra, yeah, amazing. And we often attract people that are in our North Node. I meet a lot of Libras because I'm learning that energy. Um, yeah, you know, so it's everything's the mirror. Okay, keep going. Yep. So then we have um, Taurus is about resources and our own inner gifts and our own self worth and values. And across from it, uh, the polarity is Scorpio, and Scorpio is the values of other people. So shadow side Scorpio can get too much in other people's business that it doesn't know their own values. So Taurus is all about, I am solid in my truth. Taurus is like the oak tree where it could be a hurricane coming around and it's grounded in its truth. I'm not, but it's not budging. Um, like this Freudian slip of I'm not budging. I just, right, <laughs> nice yeah. Freudian slip. Yes. Yeah. So um, that's where we can be very stubborn, you know, which is a shadow, but then the shadow is its strength. It's a bull. It's mother, right? So you're learning 
your own values versus the value of other people. And then intimacy, Taurus is learning to go deep into trust that mm. as well to learn about your values through other people too, but in a deeper way. So I can see why. So Taurus is my reflect, is, is sitting across mm-hmm. from me. And that's is literally I'm, sitting across from you. Looking at me. Yeah. And, and I'm looking at the Taurus. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Wow. Mind blown. Continue. <laughs> yep. So then we have Gemini. So Gemini, the polarity is Sagittarius and the axis is all about learning and consciousness and, and mind. So Gemini is the lower mind, the logical mind, the rational mind, um, learning this from a book, learning this from people. And then Sagittarius is the higher mind. So it is all about higher consciousness and higher expression. So where Gemini wants to learn the facts and go to a bunch of things, um, it, it's learning through Sagittarius to listen to its own intuition because Gemini can listen. Um, they won't, they'll go back and forth a million times instead of listening to their own intuition because they have so much information. And so also Sagittarius though is learning from Gemini to see it from a different perspective because Sagittarius is I'm right, nothing else. You can see the people who have strong Sagittarius like on Facebook when they go off on rants. I'm barely on Facebook anymore, but all the people that they go off on rants about political rants or this or that, I know that they have strong Sagittarius because that's, you know, that's part of it. It's their truth is the truth. I don't use Facebook anymore. I barely do. I'm never on Facebook. Yeah, I use it for groups. Yeah, I don't even, I, I mean, I, I don't even know what Facebook looks yeah. like. I'm very, I'm rarely ever there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Wow. So then we have the axis of the mother and the father, which is the cancer. And this is the archetype of the mother and father. So again, it can be any sex, but it's the archetype of mother and father. Um, cancer is the mother archetype. So it is the nurturing and it's all about the inner world. Whereas Capricorn focuses more on the outer world. This is my status. This is how I'm going to look. This is my you know, Gucci purse. This is how I'm going to be seen as the CEO or the president. So it needs... Um, um, Capricorn needs more of that inner world of nurturing self and grounding into. And um, cancer can sometimes get so like scared and so want to stay in the womb that it needs to learn about soul maturity from Capricorn and to be seen and put itself out there. Mm, that makes sense for a lot of my cancer friends. Yeah, because cancer is all about that womb. It just wants to be like held and that's my mother. You know, yeah. my mom's a cancer. Yeah. And I'm just like, my mom is an oracle. Yeah. And it's interesting because in another lifetime, I was known as Pythia, as the Oracle of Delphi. Mm. And it's funny that I have a mom who's an Oracle. Yeah. She sees everything. And I'm like, mom, you could be helping so many people in the world with your powers. Yeah. And she's like, in her home, yeah, with her food. It's just, it's comfortable. It's the womb. She won't leave. Yeah. It's just, that's their comfort zone. I'm like, just go to the grocery store. She's just like... Yeah, I'll get there when it's time. Let me put it this way. I have a cancer moon and I work from home and everyone's like, go. Because I'm like, yeah, I can get lonely at times. They're like, go to a coffee shop. And I'm like, okay, but no. (laughs) Because I love working from home. I just love my environment. My mom doesn't leave the home. Yeah, okay, yeah. I send her a car (laughs) when I'm in New York because she lives in Queens. And I'm like, mom, get the cars outside waiting for you. And she's like, I'm no, I'm just getting my stuff together. Doesn't even get in the car. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, I decided I want to stay home and be comfort with my blanket and my teas. Yeah, and like, that, that's cancer energy. It likes to be comfortable. Yeah. It drives me insane. It's like- Well, you're just built differently. So you have to understand that she's doing what feels right for her, just like it feels right for you to go out and to travel into this tribe. That is part of who she is. Like I even try to put on an airplane to come to Europe yeah. with me and she won't get on. Yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah, I'd be curious to see what other stuff is going on in her chart. Like, I, 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 we will have to talk about setting up it. an appointment for her. Yeah, that would be great. Be a gift for her. Yeah. 
Um, and as a Cancer Moon, I can talk to her and emphasize. So we'll have a heart to heart. It'll be crazy, actually. <laughs> if you honestly want my opinion, my mom's intense in the sense you'll get on the phone and she'll be like, like literally, okay, I'll tell you my mom. So a friend of mine was having money issues, right? And so my mom, she's an oracle. And when you're an oracle, so I remember being the oracle of Delphi, we give like riddles and, and like we yeah. tell, we tell, we don't tell you exactly what it is. We give you the, the the things that you need to bring in or things you need to do. And then sometimes we just tell you straight out. So my mom tells my friend, you need to get a silver bag and all your money issues will be gone. And my friend's like, great, I'm going to get a silver bag. And she goes and gets a silver bag, and now she's a she's a millionaire. Well, I'm about to go buy a silver bag right now. <laughs> but if, or like I'll be in the car driving somewhere, yeah. and all of a sudden my phone rings. It's my mother. My mom's name is Verushka. She's Russian Norwegian, and she the phone and she's like, "Darling," she's like, "Is there a girl in the back seat with the red hair? Is she there on time?" I'm like, "What do you mean is she there on time? Well, she's supposed to be in the car with you right now. Is she in the back seat?" I'm like, "Uh, yeah." And I was like, she's like, could you pass her the phone? I have a very important information to share with her. And all of a sudden, like I'd be Matrix. like, my mom wants to talk to you. And everyone's like, she might, she's like, well, I don't know your mom. I was like, my mom knows you're here yeah. and you're on time. So here's the phone. Oh. And then she's crying and she's like, oh my God, that's exactly what's going on. My mom will talk to a friend and she'll be like, she's like, yeah. She's like, you know, you have like six more months. And then after six months, your relationship's going to come to an end and you're going to meet this person and you're going to be standing and your hair is going to be blowing. And that person's going to turn around and this person's going to be standing right there. All of a sudden, my friend's like, I was so crazy. I had a really tough day. I decided to walk to the end of a pier and a wind blew on me and I turned around and there was this guy standing there and mm. we started talking and now she's with this guy. My mom said to me one day, she goes, son, she goes, I see you coming out of the sky with fire in your hands and you're coming out of the clouds. And I'm thinking, what the heck is she talking about? Yeah. All of a sudden, I get this, I get this job to do this jeans um, ad. They wanted a shaman to do his jeans oh, ad, <laughs> and they they put me on the sky rise <laughs> with a crane, and I'm coming out of the sky, and they have fire quite, quite coming literally. out of my, like literally, <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's it's it, but she won't leave the house. I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, I got her a job on Kenny Kingston Psychic Friends Network. I got her a job on Dion Warwick. Yeah. She was their top psychic. Yeah. Okay. But then she would. They wanted to. Then they were so impressed with her numbers and how good she was. They wanted to bring her, fly her to Florida, yeah. and do big billboards on her and do all these things. She. She, she got off of it. Yeah. She's like, I'm staying home. Well, so we I have- would love for you both to have a conversation. It'll be good for you on your end as well. Oh my God. She's, absolutely. It's a whole nother world with my mother. Let me tell you. And she talks like a fairy. Her voice is like this. Hello, darling. <laughs> Hi, sweetie. Yeah, it's really interesting. <laughs> oh, I love it. You're going to see me afterwards with a silver purse. You're going to have all these things. I have flames coming out of me. My, I have a fan to blow my hair so the guy comes. So here we go. <laughs> okay, continue. Yeah, that's great. Wow. So then we move into the axis of expression. We have Leo and Aquarius. So Leo is very much about, these are my gifts. I'm going to share my talent, my joy. And it's about me, me, me. But you know, it's ideally to encourage other people, but it's about my talents. Whereas Aquarius is about the, for the group effort. So Leo needs to learn how to bring their creativity to bring something greater than themselves. And Leo is learning to really follow their heart because I'm sorry, excuse me. Aquarius is learning to follow their heart because Aquarius could be, it's an air sign. So it's very mental and it's seeing the future. So it can get very much in the mind and very much a visionary, but it needs to learn to drop into their heart like Leo and play and have some fun. Mm, interesting. Cause my team, uh, Sam and, um, and Alex, they're both Aquariuses mm-hmm. and they're very much in their heads. Yeah. Like I, I, go, I walk are. in the room and I tune into their thoughts and I'm like, really, <laughs> you guys, really? 
really? You're like, you're in your head. This one's in the head. And it's like, really, uh, it's interesting. So sometimes I'll bring people in to like, do like readings on them or mm-hmm. do like, you know, whatever it is, like little pamper days, like yeah. get them back into their heart space. And yeah, like, it's really important. Yeah. Because also, because there's so much in their head and they're seeing the visions of the future and this and that, they become detached. And so they're learning Leo about engagement and about being heart-centered. That's when you're present. Because Leo could get very, um, Aquarius could get very detached. But in some ways it could, because it can show them a different perspective. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's the shadow and the high octave. With Amazing. Everything. And then we have the access of healing and that's Virgo Pisces. So Virgo is about the body. It's a, it's earth sign. So it's about the physical realm and healing the physical body, um, and improving. And, um, Pisces is about, um, emotional healing and empathy and connection to oneness. So Virgo is the details about here on earth. And so Virgo needs to learn to loosen the grip with all the details and bring in that faith because they just want all the facts and Pisces needs to learn because Pisces can be in other realm and channeling. All Pisces are channeling all day long. They get they can get very lost. And a lot of people that have gone through drug um, problems, alcohol problems, either sex addiction or that there's a, they have a lot of Pisces in their chart because it's escapism in some form, and it's a natural tendency because it's hard to be on Earth. It's such a dense vibration. Mm. It's harder, I should say. And so they just want to escape, and so they have more likelihood to escape. So their learning from Virgo is to ground and be present in their body and here on earth. Amazing. And I have a, uh, my sister is Virgo and it, I was just with her in New York when I was there on tour. And I said to her, cause she's very about, I, like I'm giving her spiritual information yeah. and she's going, and as I'm telling her, she stops me on every little thing I say and goes into the facts of it. Then when yeah. she finds the facts, I can go on. Yeah. And it's like facts. Fact. I'm like, yeah. can you, I'm like, can you just listen to what I'm saying and stop back checking everything or start looking for how it like, what it like, like looking at it from this way and just yeah. be open to, you know, like, oh, you need to upgrade your processing abilities. Yeah. Like just allow information, just flow in and then like take the knowledge from it and then later go back and deliberate on it if you feel like you need to. Yeah. And it's like, she's like, well, I, it's, a, it's my whole thing is all about finding like, you know, how things are operating and everything with her since growing up as a kid, like she would say to me, like, I used to be a skater. And she said, look at me. And she'd be like, do you like those knees? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, well, you, if you want to keep those knees nice, you better put some pads on those knees. <gasps> That's so funny. And I'm like, put some pads on those knees. <laughs> and then I went out one day. <laughs> I just saw the little kid in you. Like, I just, you just regressed back. Like, I saw you as a child. That was hysterical. Yeah, like, it, was, it was so annoying. I was like, yeah. everything I do, she was writing me like every second. And, I was, and then I went out with my buddies and we were in, skating in Trucadero in San Francisco. And we were going down and I went down one of the hills. And some, my my wheels were not, they were not, I, I was going too fast and they, and I lost balance from my core and I fell and it skinned my whole knee. Oh, yeah. And instead of going, are you okay, brother? Is everything okay? She goes, She's like, should have had those pads. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to kill her. Yeah. You know, and it was everything. It was yeah. every single thing. Like she would say like, oh, I see you dating this new girl, you know, uh, you know, have you done anything nice for her? And I'm like, what are you? Like my... You, you, you like, and I, and being a skater kid who was like very much into my rock and roll, my heavy metal, and you know, and like, it's just, it's like, ugh. Yeah. So I, I always want to like get back at her, you know? And it's funny because even now that we're older, she'll call me up and it's like, it's like, check, 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 it's check, so check, check. And I'm just like, oh my God, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I got to get off the phone with you right now. That's how they process information. I actually was having a conversation with someone last night that he has his uh, Mercury in Virgo and, 
we were saying we have completely different styles of communication. And I'm like, I'm seeing that you deconstruct everything instead of taking it in and just listening, you're That's deconstructing right everything. So then you're analyzing. So then we're on a different subject before we even finish the conversation. Cause then we're there. Like this was the whole conversation last night. So just learning. That's exactly what my sister does. Yeah. She deconstructs every single thing yeah. instead of just being open to listen, she's deconstructing it. And I'm like, all that time you're spending deconstructing, you're missing the message that is right for you, for your soul's evolution. Yeah. And it's challenging. I'm sure it's challenging for her to have a brother who goes very, very deep, right. which is hers is always about like correction of imbalance. Right. Powerful. I'm learning yeah. so much from you. I, I'm really grateful. I'm Aww, really, really grateful. So yeah. Thank you. So that's, that's the polarities. That's it's amazing. So let me, let me ask you this. Cause, um, because I, I, I know everyone in the tribe, you know, and I, I wanted to bring this up because it's something that just came through me just now. So when people set up appointments with you, they can also set up appointments for their kids, right? Absolutely. And you can yeah. help them based on the, what's going on. You can help them understand how they can be better parents for 100%. their kids That's... based on what their kid's sign is and all the things that you see in, the, in, in what you do. Absolutely. It's something I love doing because... Kids use more of their, especially seven and under, they're more in their moon sign. And so it's really good. We need to see how do they need to be nurtured? Like, what do they need? So our moon is so important. And then as we get older, we step into our moon sign. And you can even break it down, you know, look at their mercury and see this is how they think and process information. Why are they, maybe they're having temper tantrums. Maybe they're... Pluto is conjunct, they're Mars, and they, they're they too young that they don't really know how to deal with that. So they're constantly having breakdowns. So helping people, um, the parents understand the nature of their kids. I, I love it. I love working with parents and So kids. tribal members, you have kids, contact Danielle and learn how to nurture your child in a more uh, uh, honorable way, I would yeah, say. Absolutely. Right. So you said moon is what now? So the moon is, so you have a moon in Capricorn and moon is our, again, it's, it's like the nodal access without getting too complicated. It's our instinctual needs and our behaviors and how we respond. So also part of what, when you were talking, why it's hard for you sometimes to, with emotion is because the moon wants to feel when it's in Capricorn, it's, um, it's a bit in its detriment in the sense of that it's Capricorn is like it's like metal, where it's like you might want a soft, cushy blanket, you know? Um, Capricorn moon is sort of like, you don't have time to feel your emotions. You need to be presentable or you need to get this done. Or you me. need to, Yeah. That's so me. There, there's a couple things in the chart. So, so I'm going to get all of this when I come yeah. to see you, which yeah. I'm really excited about yeah. because now you've made it even more so for me to want to go into this even yeah. more. So I don't want you to tell me anymore. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just save it for our yeah. session that Absolutely. I'm going to have with you where, you where you break me down and have me cry like a baby. <laughs> like, you know, you already did. So, <laughs> and I'm not going to do some more after this. Uh, all the days work, you know? Yeah, really. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like my success, my sessions are... Um, more successful when people cry because that's where we're getting to the heart because we're letting things down. Just like when I work with coaches, when I work with you and work with other people, when I'm crying, we're breaking down barriers and we're letting it go. And then it's a release and it's like, oh, thank God. Mm -hmm. Thank God. Well, you're such a gem, more than a gem. You are such a wonderful, beautiful gift thank you so to much. me and for the tribe for the share today. Oh, thank you so much. It was a pleasure sharing this and being here and speaking with you. How can people in the tribe 
come and 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 engage with you in in everything that you do. So they can follow me on Instagram at I am Danielle Page. It's P A I G E. And right now, my current website, which is being changed over very shortly, it's Healing Page. But if that doesn't work, it'll be linked to Danielle Page. So again, P A I G E. And they can set up these appointments, appointments with uh-huh. you and everything on my website yeah and have you speak if you in speaking engagements yeah, I'm and doing, all that I'm actually going to New York next week with Whitma and speaking with them oh uh, yeah Whitma's great mm-hmm. I did Whitma uh, was I, it, I was there Whitma? oh yeah yeah that's I right I was there I was like because you were speaking on the panel right no, oh, no I wasn't on the panel that's when I was dealing with a lot of my health stuff I was going to support you in Sahara oh yes yeah. that's right that's mm-hmm. right right and so now I'm going uh, to New York next week next I think week. Luke Story is also going yep. too he was telling me he's like are you going to yeah. come to the Whitma I was like I don't have time for that right yeah. now yeah. Oh, that's great I love the fans yep. I love the family this is wonderful I thank you so much for being here on Ancient thank Wisdom you. with your share with the love with your knowledge with you like reaching deep into me and really giving me insight and clarity of the things that I'm now choosing to engage in to get to these emotions so that I can be the most vulnerable shaman that's able to access these different levels of love and compassion on deeper levels. I mean, I have already deep levels, but this is going to take me even deeper. This is great. I'm like Absolutely. going to the bottom where the fish, you know, light up at night and things like that, you know? Absolutely. So this is wonderful. And I really thank you. So thank you, my love. You're so welcome. Thank you for having me. It's an honor. Wow, 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 tribe. I mean, speechless. You know, uh, literally, you're talking to the most amazing, amazing human being in front of you. And you're shaking in your chair. You're breathing. I'm literally having a shamanic session because she's saying things. And I never knew astrology can reach me in that way and really bring clarification to a lot of things that I thought was mumbo jumbo. And I'll be honest with you, like just because I'm a shaman, I don't believe in every single thing that's spiritually created. And I think that's what makes people really get me because I do have that skeptic in me, but the skeptic is not there to, to, you know, to say something that is, you know, to be negative about something. It's just open and receptive, but also with, you know, a grain of salt of like, Hey, how is this really affecting us? How does it apply to our lives? And is it supporting us to become greater and more loving and more supportive human beings in in life to bring that message of love and to lift and shift and to shake it up, to wake it up. And literally what I have found out today with Danielle Page is astrology is doing that. And I'm very impressed and I'm really happy to have her with us in the tribe on today's share. So please reach out to her, you know, for your kids, for you, for your friends, perhaps you you want to know more about certain aspects of your relationships. I'm sure there's a lot of things that she hasn't shared with us that we can learn from her. So please check her out at Daniel Page on Instagram. And if you're not following me on Instagram and getting on those IG lives where you can share with the tribe your knowledge, your message, your teachings, please go to Shaman Dirk at Instagram. If you want to learn about shamanic techniques, find out what I'm doing, where I'm at, where I'm traveling, what projects I'm working on that you can get involved with me on. Sign up on my newsletter at shamandurek.com. And remember, tribe, Look in that mirror, look at yourself. And when you look at yourself, what you see is a leader. I love you. And until next time, I'll see you later. Bye.